good long while. All the props are falling apart. All the tape's gotten unsticky. Yeah, the microphones are falling apart. The studio is a disaster. It's not the duct tape. The duct tape is fine. It's just the microphone. It just goes to show that duct tape is unbeatable. Duct tape is unbeatable. I love watching that Mythbusters episode where they made a whole boat out of it. A whole boat. Yeah, I remember that thing. It's a beautiful thing. Oh, jeez. Um, yeah, John and I just kind of jumping straight into it here. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, we are just jumping into it, man. You're if there's any if there's any like doubt that you're now Chinese is erased from my mind. Oh, with perfect timing with your little clink that you made there, <laughs> that little clink from a chink. So what? I, have, I went whoa, racist. Oh, okay then. Okay, we're going. Okay, okay, we're playing the chink card early. Okay, why is chink really offensive? Because um, I know like why you know the f word for gay people, the n word for black <clears throat> people. Why is chink? particularly bad i honestly think chink is and why don't oh no, even more importantly why don't i know the origin of this phrase that's really bad um i don't really know to be honest i but i think it's just the way it sounds it's not a nice sounding word and the assumed tone that it always takes is quite negative like, yeah you chink you know it has a very like uh, kind of feel to it it's it's Onomatopoeically, a very it strong. Is. Anything that ends with a k yeah. is pretty hardcore. You chink. Words can be extremely powerful, I and mean, when this is from uh, Northeast Asian Weekly. I honestly think the F word for gay people is an elegant word. Why is that? Like structurally and just like sound wise, it's it's a beautiful word. It hits so many like consonants and vowels in just the right places. Yeah, you, you know what you know why it's, why it's called that, right? Why why they why they're referred to as that word? Why? Okay, because I'm using it in context now. A faggot, okay. right, is a bundle of sticks. That's his dictionary meaning. Really? So when they would find gay people, they would burn them at the stake using. Oh, a bunch of, that's a lot right? darker. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was gonna be like, oh, um, who is gonna go down the slide first? I don't know. Let's take these faggots and draw from them. And then the gay one would always be like, "Yay, I'm sliding!" <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, a bundle a, of sticks. That's pretty bad. Yeah, a bundle of. Oh, Here's geez. another one. You know why why uh, white people are called crackers? It's not just because crackers tend to be whiter in color, right? No, no, no. It's nothing to do with the food item. It's because um, back in the um, back in the time of slavery, or as um, <gasps> Trump supporters used to call the good old days. <gasps> Do, do you know where I'm going with this? Because it's still kind of... Whip crackers? Yeah. The oh, sound of the whip. So they'd be like, Master, the map is... Crackers, oh, crackers. my. Yeah. It's pretty bad. That's dark. What a dark, dark way to start this the show. Yeah. All that is to say is that Nathan is Chinese and has a tea ceremony set up Oh, here. yeah. Okay. So let me explain myself here. I have prepared... I mean, I like tea. Some tea and mooncakes because we just passed the mid uh the Mid-Autumn Festival. Right. Zong Chiu Jie. And you had to fight for the English version of that. That's just funny. Yeah. Um, so Chinese, you guys. Yeah, so I've, Ooh, prepared, ASMR. Some, I've prepared some tea. ASMR? That's oh, you want to do ASMR? You better. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, that is quality. Mm. <laughs> that is quality That's ASMR. That's some good ASMR action. Okay, next one, next one. Oh, that was not good ASMR action. <laughs> That's the good stuff. I think we just made somebody come. Someone just straight up came in their pants. <laughs> Someone's like very, very uncomfortably erect in public right now. Totally. 
You're welcome. You're welcome. So, John, here's some tea for you. Thank you. And here's a little slice of mooncake. Thank you. You know what? I rarely get the mooncake with the actual salted egg in it because I feel like I wouldn't like it. But to be honest, I think like, I've never tried it. So I will. With tea, honestly, it blends in so beautifully. Oh, I'm sure. Even just regular lotus, right? Mm-hmm. Lotus paste, is it? Bear in mind that these are a little cold. I should have left them out for a bit okay. longer. But I'll let you chew first so we're not both eating on the podcast. Okay. And plus, you can get the ASMR action going. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I feel like I shouldn't overdo it. I don't know. I'm super turned on right now. Mmm. Yeah, there you go. With the tea? Wait, where's this? Where's this mooncake from? Starbucks. <laughs> it looks like it. It looked like Starbucks. Yeah. All right, Starbucks. Starbucks sent them over, so thank you, Starbucks. <laughs> it's Starbucks. You need to do the tea with it, dude. Sip along, and it melts it as well. I know how to eat things. <laughs> but yeah, because on on the way back home, mm. we're I definitely mean, grossing people out. I mean, on the way back to the studio. Well, on the way back to the studio. Um, I saw that there was a full moon out tonight, or it's more or less full. It looks. It was pretty. yesterday. I'm pretty sure it was like, perfectly full. It looks pretty. It looks pretty full now. You know, I wouldn't discount this guy. Mm-hmm. So I wow. figured, what better way to get into it with you know? Wow, that is like the best pairing I've ever had. Right, preparing yeah. some mid-autumn treat of mooncakes and Chinese That's rock tea. Super good tea. What yeah. kind of tea is this? Rock tea. Is that what's that? It's it's tea made by rock Steven stars. Tyler. <laughs> 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 Drink my Chinese tea. It's Dwayne Johnson's tea. Yes, it's uh, the the Dwayne De Rock Johnson tea tea company. That's why he's st- he stays so buff. Do you smell where the tea is? I'm seeping. <laughs> um, okay, wait. keep talking, wait. John. I'm gonna go fix the mic with some more duct tape. All right. Um, I don't know what to do. You just talk about what we were talking about before. Oh yeah, yeah well I think. Why would you change subjects? That's a good point. Just that's because good point. I told you the. Well, I, ra- I ran out of rock pun tea puns. Mm. I. Uh, I, I pity the fool who sees their tea too long. That's Mr. T. Oh, Mr. Mr. T's tea. tea. You could do a Sean Connery one. What would that be? From the movie The Rock. Oh, yeah. Welcome to my tea party. <laughs> Nathan, what's that green mooncake? Um, so this green mooncake is what we Chineses call Bing Pi Yue Bing. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've which is snow skin mooncakes. So, Shouldn't we have had that first? Um, logically, maybe, but I've been leaving it to thaw because it's been in the freezer for a very long time, and I just got back home. This is legit one of the best teas I've ever had. I'm not even. I'm gonna pour myself another cup because it's so delicious. Yeah. Aren't, aren't you like not supposed to? Wait, hold on. <laughs> you giving what the people want? Of course, that's that's all I do. All but right. aren't you not supposed to like pour your own cup of tea? I, I think I learned that in Mulan. Mm. Which is sucks because that means you can never have tea by yourself. I truly don't know. Mm. But let's go by British rules here. Which means? No one gives a shit. Pour, pour for whoever, drink for whatever. Ah, uh, yes. Mm-hmm. I believe the Queen said that once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so John. Um, I can't remember when we recorded our last episode, but I have been away for like a good month. Yeah, it's been hard to record. <laughs> and before you left, you were like, I'm going to bring my recording stuff. We can do episodes remotely. I'm like, oh, great. But then you're like, I'm in Japan. I'm in Korea. You're like, anywhere but China where your recording equipment is. No, no. I had my recording equipment the whole time. I did not know that. I just assumed you did not. I'm sorry. But also, I feel like, yeah, you're on a holiday. I was You're on visiting holiday. friends. Let's not record an episode. Let's not give our fans what they need and deserve <laughs> and want. I'm so sorry, guys. But it, no, I wasn't on vacation the whole month. I had a month of work with mm-hmm. a, a week of vacation sandwich in between. So it was like two weeks work, 
one week vacation, one week work. And um, it's healthy. It was really nice. It was my first vacation the whole year. Mm-hmm. Um, and so vacation was in Tokyo. Let's let's should we play the music first and then talk about it, or should we talk about it then play the music, or should we do it concurrently? I feel like doing it concurrently would throw off so many things. That's right. So let's just play it right now. When you see your bud and want to know what's new, you just gotta ask, hey, what buddy. you been up to? Yeah. Yeah, all right. So I've been away from Singapore for a month. Uh, as I said, there was a little vacation to Korea. A work holiday. Sandwich in between. Um, but the rest of it, I was working in China, in Beijing, and Tokyo. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I want to talk about any of it you at the moment. You were working in Tokyo? Yes. Oh, I don't yeah. know if I want to talk about any of it at the moment, just because a lot of things are up in the air, and I want to make sure that I deliver accurate news as opposed to... You know, so it's not a superstitious thing. You know, it's, it's more of like I don't want to give expectations and then not deliver, right? Because none of this is in my con- most of this is not in my control. We'll right. talk about the things that are in my control. So, and hopefully, you have the power, the wisdom to know the difference. Yes. So, what happened in one in one of these uh, in this month was that we finally finished more music. We have a whole bunch of songs in the pipeline right now, and right now we're planning the key visuals as well as music video stuff. Okay. This is all the Chinese album, by the way. Yes. The, and Mer- it, the English album just kind of like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> on hiatus. But we're going to try and make it enjoyable for both sides, as okay. much as possible, and I think it will be. Are you going to have some songs that are in Chinese but translated from the English ones? And yes. some English songs translated from the Chinese ones? Correct. That's a great idea. I was only half joking when I said that, but that, that, that seems like a reasonable idea. It does work. What's electricity in Chinese? Um, we're making that is actually one of the songs, and it's called "I Ting Chao Gei Dian." You can do it with that part. That works. Something like that. You'll you'll, you'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. And then but, um, you should get white people to dance in the music video. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck's happening? Yeah, we'll see what we do with it. But um, it's an exciting time. Um, it was a crazy whirlwind of just like a lot of life in this one month. Mm. And I, I I really miss being home. It's my first day home. And it's nice. Aww. Just taking it all in. Yeah. And so what are you, so what is this little is this just coming back to record episodes? So um, it is so people will feel good. Oh yeah, yes. That was the whole point of this trip, also to sort out my visa. Um but yeah. Oh you're doing a you're doing a visa run? Yeah. Wow. Because the one that I made last year just expired a few weeks ago. Okay. Yeah, so I need to update that. Um what else is there? Anything cool happened? Yeah, I want to talk about this. Okay, hold on. Give me a sec. I'm trying to fix the mic levels. Talk. Um, it sounds fine to me, but I don't know jack about audio. What about now? The waveforms look normal. Yeah, I think we're good now. Are we going to cut all that out? No, no, not at all. Oh, right. Yeah. It's a good thing I was on. <laughs> it's a good thing you were on the ball. <laughs> you were on the ball, sir. Okay, so um, you want to, to share something yes. cool that happened? Okay, a cool that happened. So um, this happened in Tokyo. Mm-hmm. And I... All the best things happened in Tokyo, All by the, the best way. things happened in Tokyo. Mm-hmm. I was scheduled to do some publicity shots as well as do some meetings for um, some music video stuff oh, okay, in Tokyo. Because okay, okay. the current person I'm working with has a long history of working in Tokyo. So we have those connections, which, you know, would be Godzilla. nice to... Is it Godzilla? It's Godzilla. Godzilla. It's Godzilla. The original one or the new one? The new one. Whoa! Shin Godzilla! Whoa! It's like, it's like a big lizard monster, but all shins. <laughs> That's terrifying. Yeah. Or like the shins are the buffest part on the Godzilla. Yeah. Or like it's 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 Godzilla but replaced by every member of the shins. 
I would watch that. Yeah. Um, anyway. It would be soothing, but scary. Um, so, I lost my train of thought. Yes, I was supposed to go to Japan just to take some photos and go for some meetings. Mm-hmm. Um, plan to stay there for just a very short time, like five days, four nights. And then? And then, I got a message on Instagram from this photographer. Oh. I got a message from Instagram from this photographer. His name is Leslie Key. He told me that he's from Singapore and he... Um, works in Japan cool. and would like to shoot me for something. Oh, cool. Yeah. And I was in a very, like, yeah, what the hell kind of mood. Yolo. Didn't really know who this guy was. Had no had no context. I just knew that he was from Singapore and he is working in Japan and wants to shoot for this thing. Good enough for me. Cool. Well, just, sorry, sorry to keep sidetracking you, but yeah. a guy named Leslie, immediately, do you feel like you can trust them or cannot trust them? Well, I, I looked at... <laughs> well, a man named Leslie. A man named Leslie. Leslie I, Nielsen. Leslie Odom Jr. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I feel yes. Nes- Leslie Nielsen is a big part of that. Yep. R.I.P. Um, Leslie Odom shot a guy oh, but, who could have been the greatest president in American history. Yeah. If given a chance. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I still feel quite positively about that name. But anyway. Anyway. He messages me on Instagram. And the fact that I even saw it was very chance because I don't usually check that inbox. Yeah. I just so happened to check it one night. Um, and I figured, what the hell, what's to lose? I saw his portfolio and it seemed solid Mm -hmm. and yeah, made the arrangement. Like, let's, let's shoot. Cool. So it turns out the reason why he even knew that I was in Tokyo was because his, uh, boyfriend, Mm -hmm. uh, his husband, sorry, his husband saw me walk out of a taxi. (laughs) Random. Okay. And his husband is aware that that I exist because of Sing China. Okay, he yeah. saw on Facebook, and then his husband is Chinese, is Chinese, Singaporean, Japanese, American Chinese, with Japanese uh, living in Japan. Wow, yeah, not Sing- not so aside from Leslie, not Singaporean, not connected to Singapore at all. No, interesting. Yeah, but is aware of my existence and knows that I'm from Singapore and has connected those dots before. Cool. So he saw me walk um, into a cab, and then he texted his husband and said, "Like, hey, your that Singapore singer guy is here in Tokyo." Mm-hmm. And Leslie doesn't really know much about me either because he's been working in Japan for 25 years. Mm-hmm. But he knows of me vaguely because his sister's daughter is a fan. Sister's daughter is a fan. Yeah. Got it. So she's like, let's shoot. And then now fast forward to the shoot that I said yes to very randomly. And I hope the story has a good... Because right now it's like at a fork. I don't know if it's going to be good or bad. Yeah. I think it's going to be good though. Or, yeah, else Nathan, a, or else Nathan would be talking about it. Stay tuned after this commercial break. Improv, John. Improv a commercial. No, it's not tea commercial. When you want to get some tea, put some rocks in it and get rock tea. Yeah. All right, then. I was expecting it to be in Chinese, but that's good enough. All right, so we're back. Nihama. <laughs> Nihama. Okay. We're back. And from that cliffhanger that I left behind. So fast forward to the shoot. Um, it's in Yoji Yamamoto, this Japanese brand. I know Yoji Yamamoto. Yeah. Are you Legend- wearing very big pants, I'm imagining? It's baggy as hell, but mm-hmm. le- le- legendary designer. Um, I'm so, wearing these clothes. Sorry, let me backtrack again. So, he wanted to have... Okay, so he had a contract with Yoji? Or, like, how did Yoji Yamamoto's clothing come into it? He has a contract with Yoji. Okay, so... He's, okay. like, the official photographer. Wow. Yeah, but okay. it gets crazier. So, he tells me that he wants to shoot me because... He wants to feature me in um, the lookbook for next year. Okay. So that was enough to pull me in. Also, cool clothes. Why not? So I did the shoot. Um, we ran around the streets of Shibuya. 
and it was crazy. We did like a public shoot, jumping around and shit, and it was mm-hmm. crazy. Um, uh, my nipples were really cold because mm-hmm. you know baggy ass clothes, and yes, some of it was like open and all that. And it was a crazy shoot. We were changing in public and shit, all that stuff. Uh-huh. Um, but I got a really good spirit from him. He was like a crazy photographer, really like engaged all the time. And cool. then we, I think we shot for two hours straight and got like a shit ton of shots. Nice. And it was a really nice um, time. And it turns out, like, after that, we were talking about, like, you know, lives, and he was showing me his portfolio and all that. And, like, he's, he's like, the number one photographer in Japan. Shit. One of the number one photographers in Japan. Does He does fashion? He does a lot of fashion, does a lot of celebrity photography. Right, nice. um, right now, he's doing more, like, general campaign stuff. So nice. he's shooting the uh, um, Olympic 2020 campaign right now. Wow. Some, a bunch of things involving that. And it was just really crazy that we even got linked up in the first place. And all this happened in Japan. Wow. Yeah. So we're keeping in contact, you know. Cause this is it, pretty rare. I mean, like, usually oh, when yeah. stuff like this happens, you have to go through people. Yeah. Japan, way in advance. Yeah. yeah. This was very much because he contacted me and I jumped in without telling my management. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> I told them after. Or no, I told them right before. I was like, hey, so this shoot's happening. Is it cool if I do it? All right. I said yes already. But. Is, is there a thing where like the, we, whatever your clothes people are will be like mad at the represent other clothes? Is there going to be like a fight? No, no. It's just that like sometimes the company wants to make sure that like I'm being compensated for doing something oh, yeah, that well, would yeah. be more ad-like. I was going to say because it sounds like you would get paid handsomely for a job like this normally. Yes, normally. But, you know, I I thought it would be cool to just do it sure. for fun. Sure. And So mo- no money happy, was exchanged? Yes. Here. And happy I did. I don't know because, if we can talk about that. No, no, not, not at all. None at all. But um, I was really happy with how it happened. It was very much like a man-to-man thing. Cool. Where he reached next out thing to you me, know, I randomly read Next it. thing you know, in fucking three months, you're everywhere in Japan. <laughs> no, I doubt it. <laughs> but um, it's just really interesting because he's like a huge, huge photographer. Like, you name the celebrity he shot them. Kate Moss. Yeah. How, you don't know that. No, no. I saw. I can show Damn you a book. I should have done someone more, more obscure then. Garda Levine. I think so. Probably. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, he's done like Beyonce, Gaga, like Rihanna, right? Like Carl uh, Lagerfeld you know, and Cara Delevingne has a tattoo on her toe that Margot Robbie gave her. Yeah, from Suicide Squad. Yeah, ah. she calls it a, a tamoji. Tamoji. Emoto. Emoto. It's one of them. Yeah, they were talking about in the Graham Norton show. I just watched that on my way here. It's crazy. Cara Delevingne. I have never gotten into her. Yeah, I mean, I see the appeal, but it's just not for everyone. I see the appeal as like a social media personality, not so much as an actress. Only I don't even because... view that sign of it. I just look at her as a as a woman, and she's pretty. Yeah. Do you, Do you just zoom in on her eyebrows? Not really. Like, not like not like by pinch and zooming, but like your just eyes kind of just like. That's the only eyebrows. thing you see. Very dark. That's the only thing you see. No, for me, like, um, because. It seems like the main allure of her is how she is in, in like her candor and doing interviews mm. and things like that. Mm. How she's very off the cuff and just very like um, savvy. Right. Very intelligent. Very nerdy. Um, I think she plays like Call of Duty and shit like that. Seems like, like it. Like proper full on. Um, so she has that relatable side of her. But every time I see her in movies, I don't know. Suicide Squad, she was like that weird snake yeah, thing. Yeah, that was kind of weird. And then... I mean, I'm trying to think of the movies I've seen her in, which is not many. I've seen Valerian? I have not seen that. It's a weird one. I can imagine. I've yeah. se- I saw the John Green one. Desperately the Seeking. Fault in Our Stars. The Fault Des- in... Desperate Stars. 100. She's All That. Yeah. 
she's all clueless yeah, about yeah, yeah. that was a good one what we did last summer mm-hmm. one of those movies yeah Paper Towns? Paper Towns. Paper Towns. And like, yeah, she had a small role in that. And it was, yeah. She's Australian? English? What is she? <laughs> I don't know. I think, she's, I think she's English. Okay. Yeah. Why are we talking about Cardi Levine? Just about models that Leslie Key has shot. Oh, yes. Leslie Key, K-E-E. Yeah, Man, I, I would love to have a mentor like that. Because he, he, he seems to be doing the kind of shoots that I want to do eventually. He has a crazy story. I'll link you to a TED Talk later. But he has... That an, he did? Yeah. Mother... This he, guy this guy's legit. He has an insane story. Hey, here's a question. When you, you saw him on Instagram, right? Does he have more followers than you? Uh, no, but... No. Well, that's more like... <laughs> <laughs> but he's a photographer, you know? Yeah. Like, he, no, but he, some... The big photographers have lots of followers. Anyway, sorry. I, I just... His, his images are seen subconsciously. Yeah, without people knowing, you know. Um, I, yeah, but that was a really cool thing that happened. And then now we're connected and we're going to try work together more in the future and see what can happen. But um had a really crazy just like whirlwind time over there, especially after meeting this guy. Uh, to check out his TED Talk on YouTube, Leslie Key I'll TED Talk. I'll put that in the show notes. Yeah. Um, and it was just really nice working with somebody who was first of all working at that level. But next of all, like, to see someone working at that level and like having it be completely justified by seeing yeah. how he works. Well, I was going to ask you, like, what were some of the things you, and I guess this is like, we should actually just stop recording. And I want to ask some real questions to make me a better photographer, but yeah. like, what are some things you noticed that he does differently from like your run of the mill photographer? So the one thing that really stood out to me was that I never felt insecure at any point because like literally from the get go, he was like just talking nonstop. I would love to have him on the like podcast. Like more than actually. normal? Like the kind of like... Hey, yeah, yeah. Like talking a lot, but that's just his, his regular I feel like that's my style pattern. too. I feel like, like that's a, my style it's too. It's like his regular speech pattern. He's telling me about these things and like what he's done and asking me what I've done. Okay. Um, uh, the one thing that I noticed, yes, was that kind of rapid, just always, always talking, always communicating. Did you feel like it was specifically so that you're not in your head? Not really. Not okay. at all. I think it was very much like it's just him. Hmm. He just likes, he's proud of how far he's come and he really likes telling his story. Oh, great. You know, that kind of thing. And I felt very at peace with him, very comfortable with him. So much so that I was changing in the streets, freaking running around almost topless in the streets (laughs) and stuff. Um, But it was a very, process-wise, the things that I noticed was that he was always very specific Mm. with like chin down, where eyes look, where neck down, where like... Um, but everything else he would leave up to me cool and sometimes he'll just be okay leave a bit more space in between for more dimension blah yeah. blah blah more intensity um, more. relax the eyes blah 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 all that stuff he'll be very specific specific with those instructions mm-hmm. and very quick to find shots that he wanted to achieve cool yeah so it was very that was the one thing I noticed that I never felt like I was kind of by myself out there hmm. Because, like, a lot of photographers that I meet, they just kind of go, okay, and go. Really? Yeah. They'll That's... do the and go. Like, wow. or be, okay, over here, and sit, and then, and go. And then they kind of just let wow, me do whatever so I want. Wow, so far from what I, yeah. I do. But, like, w- with this shoot, it was very much, like, always guiding, always guiding. And then, like, he'll just, like, shut up at some point, just let me. Once he feels like You're I've gotten in into zone. a flow. Yeah. Because his pace is so rapid that he'll tell you like this, 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 that you eventually get into a rhythm. Mm-hmm. And when he sees that you're in that tempo, he'll leave you alone for a bit. Mm-hmm. If he sees you're losing it, he'll jump back in again. Oh, cool. So it's very much in like a rapid, like, ah, da, 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 that kind of style. Did you have like a big crew with him? Where the no. people? It was just you, you two. It was him and then one, uh, one makeup lady uh-huh. and another guy. 
Or Refl- like reflector holder. A reflector holder. Yeah. Well, I, 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 yes, to check light mostly. And also to um, <laughs> uh, make clothes fly and fly, unrealistic. Like you grab the tail of your exactly. Yoji Yamamoto kimono. Exactly. I love... I, I don't know if I could ever pull off Yoji Yamamoto, but in general, I love Tokyo and fashion, Japanese fashion. Yeah. No, man. Like The whole time during that shoot, I was thinking if John was here, he'd be digging this shit. It was such an inspirational shoot. Oh, you were thinking of me? Yeah. Oh, thanks, man. Okay, so right now... Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Whoa, did you get squirted? I'm cracking open the, the snow Is it durian? Skin. It's durian. Oh, dude, come on, man. Do this you like so, durian? We were having such a pleasant time. You don't like durian? You know what? I've had durian once, and it was not a pleasant experience. Okay, tell you what. I'm going to test this for you and gauge it. But from, it's from Starbucks, right? No, it's not from Starbucks. So this is non... Okay, now this we're entering. Oh, that's some real durian this in is there. This real deal. The so for, if, you guys aren't pay, if you guys aren't paying attention... Uh, <laughs> we're Nathan, having a mooncake party! Nathan cracked open the second mooncake now, which I, I thought was like a green tea mooncake because it was green. But apparently... Oh, God! It wafted, It finally wafted over to me. It took a while. Yep. But there's the rotten egg smell. Open your mind, man, John. As long as I'm not to open my mouth. Okay, I'm going to try it first and gauge it for you. If I God, think this it, room smells like if shit. If I think it's too strong, I will this, back this out This studio is not a big space, you guys. Nathan is making a face. Mm. He's crying. I can hear I can hear fucking Nikki start to whimper, by the way. All right, John. We'll talk. It's delicious. It's pretty delicious. Can you, can you, okay, that, that half, piece, half of it, that quarter that you've made, can you, can you give me a quarter of that quarter? Half of that. I want quarter. a 16th of half, this half, one. Half, half. Trust me, you Not need half, to. dude. Half. Come on. Come on, man. I got to dip my toe in the water of durian. I can't no, just no, no, jump no. in. You got to jump in. You got to do what I did, man. You got to just jump in. That's too big a normal bite for anything. You got, I took twice of Cut this. that in half. Okay. I'll shave off some durian. All right. Shave off some of the. Tell okay. you what. So John. For the first time, I'm learning that he does not like durian. I assume most foodies love durian. Here, get this for the Instagrams. Okay, hold on. Can you can you turn it on first? I have no hands. I can't turn on my fucking mind to this experience. Okay. Can I mean, it might be fine. Hold it, hold it, hold it. I haven't started the video. Okay, John is John is. Um, hold on, your phone is slow. Yeah, it it needs to be replaced. Come come with me, iPhone 10. I want you now. Okay. So John is contemplating very strongly this durian mooncake. It is the real deal. It is intense. Mm, Taste test right now. All right, ready? Okay, okay. He's put it into his mouth. It's cold. That durian flavor, that intensity. How is it, John? That's a weird experience. Isn't it good, though? It's It's pretty good. It's pretty... It's not bad. It's bouncy. It is a weird experience in that the moment it touched my tongue, my whole head, like my whole sinuses, everything was like durian. It's like coffee. No. <laughs> I want to yes and you, but it's not like coffee. Wait, like coffee in what sense? Like, it's a very layered and deep flavor, like wine. It's like onion. Sure. It's like rotten onion eggs. Sure. I will say, though, it's it's a shame that the skin is very tasty. Mm. The skin is very good. Oh, uh, this mooncake. Yeah, this other oh, mooncake. Okay, can you take your phone? Oh, yeah. I'm going to get rid of this so it doesn't All smell. Right. Still time once again. I'm sorry, I should have figured out. <laughs> Dude, I, I just want to say it again. Nikki's at the door. He's, she's like, let me the fuck out of this Dorian hellhole. Right, Nikki? Yeah, there she goes. She's out of here. Yeah, it's weird that a food can be like, yo, it's really good. You just have to get past its natural defenses of A, being like the sharpest fucking fruit out there. Like, Dorian makes pineapple look like a fucking pussy. And B, the odor. It's like... 
You think if you had to get through those barbs, past the smell, it would taste like some kind of magical, like, 72 virgins. You think that's what it would taste like. But it tastes like durian. Which, to me, again, it's like it's like rotten eggs and rotten onions had a baby, and then there's a little bit of sugar mixed in. Just a little bit of sugar. And the texture's okay. I like the texture of durian, I think. Are you trying to sell people on durian? I'm just trying to describe what the experience is like. Um... Isn't that interesting when you think about it, though? It's like, I was, t- I was telling the listeners that, like, Durian's defenses are so magnificent. It's got that ridiculously sharp barbs. It's got ridiculously pungent odor that you think that inside it ought to be, like, gold. Poison danger. No, instead, instead <laughs> it's like fucking, it's like, oh, like, so, I can imagine that the first bird to eat Durian's like, what the fuck? This is so sharp. It, something delicious must be in there. Yeah. Oh, it smells like shit. Why is this bird Indian? Because birds can be Indian, you fucking racist. <laughs> okay, okay, God. okay, okay. I'm, and, a bir- uh, I'm a birds of praises. <laughs> so it's like, uh, it's just like, oh, oh, what is this? Oh, oh, yes. Ooh, that, hurts my, that hurts my foot. And then, oh, this smells. Oh, it hurts my brain. Oh, the fruit inside must be delicious. I'm going to carefully peck. Mm. And then, nope, tastes like shit. Mm. Like, what kind of cruel-ass trick is that? Right, right, right. I don't know. I just love durian because it blows my mind that this thing came from nature. Like, it's like ice cream. Like, the texture, it's almost like a milkshake. Yeah. And nature made it. And it's so and it's so layered. I mean, nature made milkshakes, too. Oh, yeah. But you just needed a human touch. Yeah, you need the human touch. But durians just out of the fruit are these amazingly custardy... I think... Okay, I don't get the onion flavor. I never have. I kind of get the spiciness of it. But to me, it's more like vanilla and cream. I think those there's t- those tones cinnamon in there. Like there's def- there's tones of that definitely in there. Yeah. But the f- the biggest tone is rotten garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't get that. To me, it's just as good as like biting into an apple pie with melted ice cream. Shut up! No, I- I'm way. not even kidding. I'm not even kidding. It's just so sweet to me. Maybe like, this is like the whole fucking I hate, blue black okay. dress, gold white dress. It could be, but okay. The thing is, it's just in my defense for my love for it. I'm also very aware of its cons. I hate how it smells. Mm. It- I, okay, like, if I'm prepared to eat it, I really don't mind how it smells. Right, if you're, you have to mentally prepare yourself. No, like, in terms of, like, if I know I'm going to have durian, mm. and I smell durian, I'm fine. Okay. But if I am, like, you know, just Moving at the home, world. It's not, I wouldn't get it, I wouldn't get durian perfume, I guess. It's not well, a smell well, that yeah. I, like, particularly enjoy That's smelling. like saying, I w- yeah, I wouldn't get Bill Cosby as my babysitter. <laughs> yes. <laughs> don't. Um, but, you know, if I smelled fried chicken anytime, place, I'd be pretty happy. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a smell that I would ever be like, nah. But yeah. durian is very much a smell that most times I'll say, nah. Especially if you keep it in your fridge. Oh my goodness. You're trying to defend durian, right? Oh, no, no, no. Okay. I'm, just, I'm justifying <laughs> that like I am aware that it has cons right. as well. okay. But I love it as just this thing of nature that is so magnificent. It's it's it's. I mean, usually I'm on that wavelength with your brother. I'm like, man, look at these stars, man. They're all rich. But I'm like, fuck, I'm like, fuck durian. Really? Like, if... It doesn't blow your mind that this thing that you described that looks like a friggin' demon devil bowling ball... Yeah. ...is filled with custardy vanilla goodness. It blows my mind that that demon devil ball smells like shit and tastes like... Slightly less shit. (laughs) Okay, fine. Let's let's agree to disagree. Yeah. And uh, we'll put up a poll on Twitter or something. And that mooncake was not like some. It wasn't like mooncake with little. That was like just durian inside. Yeah, that was straight up durian. That was straight up durian durian encased in mochi. Yeah, pretty (laughs) much. Mm -hmm. But thank you though. I appreciate it. This tea is good. That Starbucks mooncake was you know satisfactory if not spectacular. Yeah. 
Anyway, isn't it time for me to talk about myself? Yeah, talk about yourself, bastard. John. Introduce yourself See, to the I had people. a lot of things I want to talk about since we haven't we haven't talked in so long. But you specifically want to talk about something I went through a couple weeks ago. Yes, I do. So, okay. um, so yeah, I don't know how, how to introduce this. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you, 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 you introduce it. Okay, so, so before um, you left. Before I left, um, John and I hung out a bunch of times just with friends, movies, whatever, uh, recording the show. And a few times when I had seen John, he was in the middle of fasting. Mm-hmm. And when I say fasting, you mean no eating? Yep. And mineral Zero water okay? Zero calories. Mineral water okay. Mineral water is okay. Water is okay. Yeah. So, so basically anything but water. No. I mean everything but water. Only water. Yes. <laughs> That's a better way to put it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, so basically what I did over the course of 10 days was a thing called a water fast. Mm. Now, I don't want you guys to jump into this. I mean, I did my research. Disclaimer, disclaimer, disclaimer. disclaimer, disclaimer Do not disclaimer. try this at home. The views expressed by John are his and nobody else. Yeah, exactly. And, it, it, uh, you know, every, everything we talk about this and the, on this show, I hope you guys, it interests you and maybe you cause you to research. Yeah. But, you know, there's 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 actual legit danger when it comes to this shit like of this. Of course. So, because literally, literally for 10 days, I did not take any calories. Mm. Zero calories. Mm. All all the calories came from a fence. Yeah, so You're eating yourself basically. Basically, yeah. It was ten and I did days that, of cannibalism, and I did that for a couple of reasons. Main reason being that I don't know, it's not a, it's not exactly a secret, but I'm a little, I'm on the plus side. Mm-hmm. I'm cuddly, uh-huh. and there's lots of me to love. Uh-huh. So I want, but but more importantly, that's because my whole life I've had a really unhealthy relationship with food. Right. Like it sucks because you know, like, <laughs> yeah, that's appropriate. That's a durian coming back up. Because, like, okay, like, you know, it, I mean, I'm sure people out there would be like, oh, uh, uh, hit, hit me back if this makes any, if this sounds like you. Oh, I had such a shitty day. I'm going to get some food. Yeah. Okay, let me hit, hit me back if you get if this. Oh, today was a great day. Let's go get some good food. Oh, today was a bad day. I'm going to get a drink. Um, whatever. Basically, we link food and emotion too closely together. But I did it way too much. Yeah. So if I had a great day, I would have an awesome meal. If I had a terrible day, I would have an awesome meal. <laughs> yeah. And the only difference was that the, the sad ones were saltier because the tears. Uh. Anyway, yeah. um, so I wanted to break that habit and like try to start disconnecting yourself yeah and, but most importantly like looking at f- food as fuel yes and also like behavioral aspects too to be able to be able to say no i don't want food like uh. i there were like there were days night nights particularly where i was like fuck i can't stand it i need to have some food i i want it so bad but i was like but i don't need it like my body doesn't need it for energy because uh science mumbo jumbo after a couple of days your body acclimates to not receiving not necessarily food calories, but sugar. Like, yeah. cause that's what your body's main fuel source is. You take in food, it, your body breaks it down and essentially it makes, gives you glucose, glycogen. Yeah. That's the body's main fuel source. But after a while, it's like, oh, your body's like, your body's a genius. Your body's like, oh shit, we're not getting any glycogen. Let's just shut that down and let's go to our secondary, um, power plant system, which is ketones, mm. which is what, what happens when you break down fat. Mm. Um, so that's, so I didn't need it's to also eat. What, I just um, really psychologically yeah. wanted to eat it. Yeah. But you were going to say no, no, some dumb, kind of dumb pun joke. about dumb key. Joke. Okay, anyway. <laughs> Tito Jackson. There it is. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah. So, like, what, one of the toughest days, I think this is actually... Oh, no, you were gone already. Yeah. So, you were gone, and a couple of us went to hang... A couple of, like, me and Ben, Dikash, a bunch of people, we went to hang out, and we played board games, and everyone ordered, like, McDonald's at the end of the night. I was there. 
You were there. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, you I'm were there. I'm so sorry. I was a part of that. No, no, it was totally fine. Yeah. And the idea being that, like, I need to be strong for myself to be yeah. like, because I've never once ever in my life said no to food until basically this. Fast. I have never seen you say no to a McDonald's run. I Yeah. Yeah. That was amazing to me, especially. Okay. I felt terrible, but like I was kind of hungry and I and everyone was like want to get McDonald's and I knew John was fasting no but it's not like I don't want anyone to like react differently around me I want no, to exactly. I get it I get it it's just that I can't help but feel bad but once the food came I was like it's cool I'm gonna eat um, but it was really f- quite interesting because I've never seen John ever say no to a McDonald's run even mm-hmm. if it's for like an ice cream or something mm-hmm. or an apple pie whatever it is just anything yeah like, anything it, that's just not McDonald's like, that's any any food they're like yeah. hey, you want some of this even if I'm full I'll be like yeah I'll have some of your fries yeah. so, anything like and to have resisted that even after not eating for at that point i think like seven days that was the eighth day yeah oh jesus yeah that was really interesting and quite cool to see yeah but how fucked up is it that it's so interesting that oh my god that one person said no to mcdonald's like <laughs> fascinating <laughs> tell me more professor goodall but that's that's but is that, that's exactly the point is it was more my, so because you hadn't eaten at that point yeah but yeah. my relationship to food is so fucked up and uh so i'm happy to say after doing 10 days i lost this is the crazy part, right? I had to do it in pounds because that's how it was. I lost 20 pounds total in 10 days. But, but, okay. 20 pounds in 10 days, half of that was water weight because uh. your body, like, you, it releases all your water in your body. Food weight, like, literally the food in your body. Yeah. And just those two. Yeah. So I gained back 10 so pounds. all the pee and the poo-poo. Dude, yes, exactly. Yeah. They licked the poo-poo. Um, but after 10 days, I lost 10 pounds of fat. Uh, and it's pretty insane. It's pretty intense. I, I would be hypocritical to say, like, you shouldn't try it at home, but you shouldn't try it at home unless you really are ready. Like, yeah. do your research, read about it. I will also say that I re- consulted a doctor. Yes, consult a doctor. That was like, you know, they say consult a doctor. I literally did that. Your doctor? Fair, it was one of my friends. Okay. But he was a legit doctor. Yeah. And he told me, fine. and it was nice because he was like, okay, look out for this. Yeah. If you if you start feeling this, take this. And I was like, okay, good. This is stuff yeah, I already yeah. knew from my yeah. research. Because yeah. the main thing was that the only thing I ate or in, took in was, um, what you call it? Less, I forgot what, the, what it's called, but it's like, so, it's salt. Uh-huh. No, I didn't have any lesbians, uh-huh. which was, that was the hardest part. Mm-hmm. Craving um, them, they were just ready. They were fine at raving the lesbians. Yeah, like, John, you want to go to McDonald's run? Nah, do you want to go for a lesbian run? I'd be like, oh, <laughs> it's tough. Uh, was this thing called like it was not because natural salt is just sodium chloride. Yeah, this was sodium chloride mixed with like potassium. So it was all the electrolytes your body needs mm. that keeps you from like shutting down your right, heart right, from right. stopping stuff like that. Um, but Oof. yeah, that's what I did, and I feel. I mean, it's been that was a while ago. I think I my tenth day was about two weeks ago. I feel good. I'm eating significantly less. Instead of fasting completely, I fast for... Now I do the thing called intermittent fasting where mm. I only eat in a certain window. Right. I'm feeling good. I'm working out. I mean, I I go... I, I, even listeners of this podcast know I go through phases where I'm healthy and less healthy, healthy, less healthy. Yes. But I'm feeling good. And you know what? Uh, I'm going to tease what I'm going to talk about next week is because I've been receiving all these tools that will help me improve in life. Mm. Particularly this blog called Wait But Why. I'll talk about that next week. Is weight spelt with W-E-I-G-H-T? No, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> Got it. It should be though. Yeah. No, but it's not, it's not, a, it's not, a, it's a blog about, it's like a thinking blog. About, right, right, right. Particularly about procrastination, which is what I want to talk about next That's week. That's good. You're looking tighter than, Thank you. than I before. Feel, yeah, man. I, yeah. I it's, feel it. It's looking like, I'm feeling, know, like I'm, feeling, I'm feeling like, you know, like a pucker. Like a 
like a fucker <laughs> <laughs> you're looking like a fucker no like 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 a that's like, the name of the podcast like a pucker name you know like like imagine like if you took john and just like puckered him up that's how he looks like right now <laughs> tighter thanks man yep you look like a pucker oh <laughs> uh, okay anyway but that yeah that's what we've been up to that's what we've been up to, up to. i really would do want to talk about that stuff i was teasing just now more stuff time. No, I was like the the self improvement stuff. I'm ah, yes, 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 yes. Because yes, I'm, yes. you know, getting older. Self improvement is a good thing. Yeah, but we have to talk about what the fans want us to talk about, oh, right? We gotta, we gotta remember you guys in our next segment called. Listen to us talk all day. You've got things you wanna say. All you do is ask. Cause we read your shit. That yeah, that kind of worked. <laughs> um... Yeah, so it's been a while. Um, I usually I go on Twitter and be like, "Hey guys, we have this guest on. What do you want to ask them?" I never know. But it's been a while enough that I'm just like, "Hey guys, we're recording an episode. What do you guys want to talk about?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we got a couple of things. I'm People curious. Be, shoot uh, it, shoot it, shoot it. Do you want something random or something not so random? Something random. Um, what is your favorite snack these days? Asked oh. Alicia Ten. Oh, so does Nay. Okay, this is good timing because I have it. Oh yeah, what is it? It's Korean tr- mooncake. <laughs> no. Um, it's this chocolate that I found in Tokyo. Mm-hmm. It's called Libera. Okay. And it's made by Glico. Oh, these all these things make no sense to me. No, trust me. Glico, to be fair, I don't speak Japanese. You will know Glico. Glico is the company that makes like Pocky and shit. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the, the yeah, red yeah, yeah. logo thing in cursive. Um, but they make this chocolate called Libera that this is according to their research and like some other researchers. I don't know if it's completely true, mm-hmm. but they claim that this chocolate... Um, is coated with a organic um, uh, supplement that helps in the absorption of sugar and fat. What the fuck? <laughs> so it's basically okay. like it's basically like you will have the calories of this chocolate, but none of the sugar and fat content. It absorbs allegedly. It. Allegedly, though, if anyone could do that, I would bet on the Japanese. Yeah, and um, I'm choosing to believe the advertising because I've been. I've been sure. Yeah, I've been eating like you know a good amount of it, and I feel like I have not really. No, man, you got to science it, man. You have to eat that and nothing like that. <laughs> man, if I can a... eat, if I can eat nothing for ten days, you can eat libero for ten days. Go on a mono diet. Yeah. No, Jesus. That's how fucking no. Benj- Pendulette no, no, no. did it. No, no, no. I'm fine. I'm fine. Pendulette ate a potato. Nothing potatoes. but potatoes. Nothing but potatoes. Man, um, like hundred pounds. Yeah. <laughs> um, and his ponytail. Yeah, but um, and his skin tightness. Anyway, yeah. but yeah, this this chocolate thing and things it tastes just like regular chocolate. Do you have it here? I have it with me. Yeah, I'll bring it in a sec. Um, yeah, while you do that, I'll talk about my favorite snack at the yeah, moment. Okay. Uh, so yeah, at the moment I'm on a health kick. So my go-to snack is ooh, Bircher muesli. Kind of high in carbs, but relatively healthy, I think. So Bircher muesli is, is invented by a Swiss doctor in the 19, 19- uh, which is like you take muesli, which is like you know basically oatmeal. Like hot oatmeal, but just the the oats and like the barley and the like all these fucking grains with some nuts and some dried fruits. And what you do is you soak it in a fruit juice. Like traditionally, it's apple juice. So just a little bit of apple juice, soak it overnight. And then after that, next day, sky's the limits, man. You want to put yogurt in that beast? You do that. You want to put some fruit in that beast? You can do that. What I would discover was quite nice was crunchy peanut butter. Nathan, have you ever had Bircher muesli? Yes. Yeah. Do you make it yourself or do you just have it at places where, where do you... Well, whenever it is on a menu and I'm at breakfast, I'm getting it because it is delightfully fluffy. Yeah, nice and tart. Is it usually with uh, yogurt when you have it, or is of it course. by itself? Okay, yeah, because you know you can have it just with milk. Yeah, you can buy it by itself because it's like it's. I was describing how it's made. It's just the oats soaked overnight in some kind of juice. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's delicious. It's I've been making yummy. a lot of that lately. They have supermarket versions where you can make yourself. Yeah, yeah, that's what I get. I just get it off of Red Mart. Shout out, Red Mart. Please sponsor me. Okay, so much ASMR in this episode. Yeah, it's the ASMR. So this is the Libero chocolate. This might be the most food we've ever had on a podcast. <laughs> Maybe. Coming but if off you, of me talking about not eating ever. If you go to their website, and honestly, I don't know what this, the, the kind of um, law is on this kind of thing, with this kind of advertising, mm. especially if a company as big as Glico, but they claim that this helps with the absorption of sugar and fat. So it helps with the absorption, meaning... Meaning it you absorb it less, like you, you like the less. yeah, like the it sugar. Inhibits, it inhibits the yeah. absorption of it. Exactly. Interesting. Yeah, it's, it's like mono so sodium glucomate or something. I can't remember what it's That's called. MSG. So sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, I pulled out. I pulled out the first chemical name in my head, but it's not. It's some kind of chemical thing, but it is organic. It is not, you know, made from bad things that will kill you. Organic just means it's made out of carbon. <laughs> by the way. It's just like everything. Okay. Yeah, but but try it, try it. Like it's, I will, it, I will, I will. it doesn't taste like anything that's healthy. I will. <laughs> See, part of my self improvement is that I'm trying to be more organized with my work stuff. So I'm like writing down shit, mm-hmm. taking notes, so I can get the show notes ready to go. So as soon as Nathan, you're done editing, boom, everything still goes out. Bang bang, bang bang. So that's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's it called? Libera. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not available anywhere else but Japan. So I'm sorry. This is a very pointless plug. But um. Yeah. So. If, if in terms of my favorite snack of all time, Super Ring. Super Ring for life. Is that jo- Malaysian? Um, Super Ring. I think it's Malaysian, yes. Or it might be Singaporean. It's, it's, I know the brand name is Oriental, which I feel, you know, I feel certain ways about that. But, um, Wait, okay. <laughs> is it Oriental sounding or it is Oriental? <laughs> no, no, the name is Oriental. Okay. Yeah, name of the is that an Oriental snack like Meiji? <laughs> Asahi. Yeah. One of them. This just tastes like chocolate. Right? Mm. Yeah, but look it up and see if you believe the science. I choose to be a bit half ignorant and assume it's true. Um, but apparently it's diet chocolate. Like, my thing is that I just only eat things if my body needs it. With the exception of basically tonight. <laughs> I'm sorry. This I, tea makes up for it. Tea is very good for you. Yes, I am I am pushing you very much off the wagon. That's totally fine. Yeah. Uh, okay, so thank you, Alicia. Um... Someone wants to talk about... Oh, this is an interesting question. This is from Katie. Asking, uh, will you go after your buddy's ex-girlfriend? Oh, okay, okay. I have very strong feelings about this because I've given this much thought in my lifetime. It's good to be one of Nathan's friends, I'm just saying. (laughs) Nathan's always like, man, I really want to fuck your (laughs) ex-girlfriend. I'm like, dude, again? Which one? (laughs) I think I think it's called a half cuck, um, <laughs> semi cuck. Yeah, semi cuck. Um, but um, ah, no, I have very strict rules about that. I've 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 ran the scenarios in my head before of like, what would happen if I dated like a close friend? Doesn't have to be best friend, just someone who is in your tight circle. Someone you see more than like exactly. once a season. Yeah, but I would think like maybe friend of friend is I I maybe be a bit more lenient. Right. I haven't done it personally, but I can imagine that I wouldn't feel a certain way about it. If I don't right, know the right, person right, right. personally, and I don't have an invested relationship with him or her. Mm. Yeah, that sounds about right. Him. No. Or her. Her. Wait, what? 
It would have to be a him in my scenario. It could be. It, sexuality is fluid, man. Quick, okay, okay. Come into the 21st century, right, Grandpa. Right. I'm, 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 I'm limiting myself, and I'll stop. So, okay. So, you want to fuck your ex-boyfriend, <laughs> your, ex- your friend's ex-boyfriend? <laughs> yes. Um, <clears throat> is that the, the, the whole life painted myself into? That, uh, maybe. Yeah. But um, I, I, I really... Th- I've never imagined it to ever work out well. I would just think it's awkward and then you'd have to... Something's got to give. Because uh, unless this friend is really super cool about it... Mm. You either see him less or... Yeah. But, okay, have you thought about it the other way around? If like your friend did it, you're right. Yeah. How would you feel about that? Man. Would you be? Would you feel exactly the same way? Like, this sucks. It depends on how I feel about the ex, to be completely honest. Right. If it was an ex that I still clung some feelings onto... Yes, I would be very affected. But if it if it was an ex that I was very much happy to be rid of, right? I think I would feel differently, but I would still be around him less because then, like that, would just mean I'd be around her more. Yeah, that's fair. You know? I think my stance on this matter is is that obviously it's situ- very situational. Yes. If it was like a, like a super long term girlfriend, I'd have a lot of trouble with it. Yeah. I think in general, but no matter what, yeah. no matter what, you got to go talk to your friends. Yes, definitely. You got to get their blessing, mm-hmm. and you have to accept whatever they say. Mm-hmm. If they say yes, then by all means go for it. If they say, nah, man, that's not cool, then you have to like, is this relationship going to be worth it? Like, mm. Losing Potentially losing a friend over. Mm. And it's not petty. It's just literally like, I don't want to see you. Like it, it brings up too many, it brings up too many weird thoughts and yeah. sad feelings. Yeah. Um, that said, Nathan, I, uh, I was wondering, your ex that you, <laughs> where, where is it these days? Did she ask about me? Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, gosh. That was a good question. I like that. Um, good one. Okay, really quick. Thoughts on the Las Vegas shooting. Can we talk about this? I'm going to give us one minute each. One minute each? Okay. Starting, oops, hold on. Let me get my Fitbit into this. Yep. Shout out to Fitbit. Please sponsor me. Starting now. One minute. All right. Um, I am very running out of time. I, I, I can't help but feel pessimistic about this because... Can I restart the clock? I just yeah, gathered yeah, you my can thoughts. The clock. You okay, can I'm the getting, clock. okay, ready? Okay. And go. And go. I, I'm oddly pessimistic about this because I was in Boston when the Newtown shooting happened. And that was mm. a really messed up one. Kids died. Kids yeah. died. Children. And the intention was to kill children. They weren't yeah. just bystanders. They were the main inhibitor. Like, they were the main occupants of that space that got shot up. And that was crazy. And when nothing changed then, and this thing came up, I was just like, okay, they're going to talk about it for a little bit longer probably because more people died. But it's still not going to be a conversation that's going to drive any results. Yep. And the, another pessimistic thing is, I know this sucks to say, but what that guy did was so easy. I'm surprised it doesn't happen more often. Mm-hmm. It's crazy to think, you know, like people are trying to stop bombs from going on airplanes when they really should be stopping bombs from going off into the lobby because that's where more people are. Yeah. And what he did was extremely easy and terrifying. It's crazy. It doesn't happen more. But God, I hope this doesn't open a gate. Yeah. You have 12 seconds. Okay, my turn. I'm getting myself one minute. And oh, hold on. And the reason we're doing this is because obviously we can talk about this. It's overdone. It's overdone. It's not even like no disrespect to anyone, but it's just like you have to you have to stop me because if you didn't stop me, I could talk about this for hours. Yes, and I have with friends already. So it's like. And actually, if you guys are new listeners, listen back to I think it was like 17 where we talked about. South Carolina, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway. Uh, and that's... Hold on. Let me start. Okay. 
Okay, one minute for me. Uh, Las Vegas was fucked up. I've been there. I've have I stayed in Mandalay Bay? I've stayed in a lot of. I mean, I know where this happened basically. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's just it makes me so angry. It, it, it and it makes me scared, and it makes me like wonder. I was listening to the Joe Rogan podcast mm. with with on my way here with Russell Brand, and they were talking about how is nation states is it too many people to have in one organized group? Because mm. for thousands and thousands of years, humans exist in small tribes mm. with everyone's same interest in heart and mind. If we really can't like, if certain parts of America are really like, don't take my guns, and a lot of Americans are like, guns suck. Like, is there any way to reconcile that? Can we just just be like, should they just split apart? Should there just be like fractions and smaller tribes? Is, is nations too much? Is Brexit happening? That and this, I have five seconds. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna take Nathan's time. Uh, here's something. Hey, fuck you. Here's one thing I want to talk about. You know where they say like now is not the time to talk about gun control oh or any my, politics. Oh my. How about this? I, I'm gonna go on the record here. If I'm ever killed in a mass shooting, I want you guys to take my birthday and make that the day you make the politicians talk about gun control. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like if I were it, it. It was James Corden that was like, people say it's too soon to talk about gun control, but for these people, these fifty plus people that died, it's too late, right? Yeah. So yeah, if I was ever, I'll here a good hang gang. If I ever get gunned down in an accident or in gunned down in an accident, if it, yeah, accident or pr- on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> if I accidentally get shot, or if I unaccidentally get shot, November twenty five. There, there was a gun involved in both scenarios. Either way, either so way, they should be controlled. Either way, make, yeah. <laughs> make November twenty five my birthday. Talk, make it the day to talk about gun control. Why, did you, there has give, to be why time. did you just give yourself a death date? No, my, I said my birthday. Oh, like, oh your birthday. So, like, and, and in other words, if there has to be a time to just talk about it. Okay, fine. It's too soon now. Whatever. Let's talk about it on this day. Where, and everyone's going to prepare for this debate, and we're going to fucking talk about it, and we'll make it into law. And that was my one minute. Uh, let's, what's something, something nice and light to talk about? Um, mm. Ooh, this is from Adam. Uh, Halloween experience, boys. Halloween experience. Halloween experience with Halloween around the corner. It's been a very long time since I've had a, t- a Halloween experience. Um, I used to celebrate it all the time back in secondary school, at the end of primary school. The back of my neighborhood goes nuts. I love it. Um, yeah, it seems like trick or treating is not a huge thing in Singapore. Only in expat neighborhoods or if you go to places with more students. Also, why are these monkeys giving us, you and I so much gas? Um, probably because durian. it's a durian, yes. It's heaty. You know, it's, it's, is it heaty? It's heaty and it's creating a lot of gaseous substances Indeed. in our intestines. Um, <clears throat> but I forgot where I was. <laughs> you were talking about being heaty. Yes. No, okay. So your neighborhood, they put up a lot of decorations and stuff? Yeah, yeah they put up a, a lot of decorations. They do the whole trick-or-treating thing. If you have your house decorated, then your house is up for, uh, your house is up for trick-or-treating Fair as game. well. Um, and... I used to do it a lot as a kid. It was a lot of fun. I had fun with my costumes. Um, my favorite memory of Halloween is still back in Boston, where I played Fozzie Bear from the Muppets. Oh, yeah. Uh, I found a very cheap, uh, full body suit. Okay, like a, like a onesie. Like a onesie. Wow. With a mask. A mask. Yeah. <clears throat> so I was Fozzie Bear full on. It was a really, yeah, it's like a crazy full costume, like, and it was like fuzzy as well, you know. It wasn't, no, yeah. 
Um, and I was that for Halloween for the entire day from the moment I left the house. I mean, it's also cold, so. Yeah. Yeah. From the moment I left the house until that night where we had Halloween parties in Harvard. Wow. Yes. I wore that suit the whole time, including in class. Surrounded surrounded by geniuses. And the whole thing uh, that I wanted to do was never say a word. I was silent. It's creepy, the, dude. I was silent the entire day, and it was so creepy. Nobody spoke to me because nobody knew who I was. <laughs> nobody. Like, I went to class. People only realized who I was much later when they kind of did process of elimination. Right. But in terms of going to the party, I didn't say a word, didn't say anything to anybody. They were, like, legit scared that I was a homeless guy like, that was ready to <laughs> get stabbing at some point. Um, yeah. Fuck. I feel like we've both told these stories, but my story is that uh, Halloween a couple years ago is my, um, I was in college in LA and I went to visit a friend up in Santa Barbara mm. and it was crazy. Like we were hanging out in a friend's place, just chilling, chilling, just drinking. And I saw a couple friends, uh, getting like, kind of, people, not friends, but people I met just there getting kind of flirty, yeah. like rubbing each other's back and like, getting, like comfortable back rubbing. And they fucking excused each other, excused them to go to the, and there was like six of us. So uh-huh. two, like 20, 33.3% of the people hanging out went to go fuck. Uh, they went to the room and they're like, we'll be right back. And they went and went fuck. Okay. That was at UCSB. And not long after that, I was watching a porno and it wasn't, it wasn't them. Yeah. But it was that school. I'm like, oh, oh my God, I walked through those streets. Uh huh. As I was like a weirdo. I think I had, actually, funny enough, I think I had a Kermit like mask on. Yeah. That's about it. Just like a Kermit mat, like a mask and like a regular clothes. So. That's our crazy American college experiences. Oh, yeah. East Coast, West Coast. Yeah. It was way too cold, though. Mine was okay. Yeah. Fuck. Okay. Uh, last one. Uh, I forgot who this was, but I forgot where I saw this. But someone asked me uh, any recommendations. Oh, there you go. Uh, yes. Nathan, how was your soul holiday? And John, any recommendations for a series or a movie? This is from Rhea. Thank you for your question, Rhea. My trip to Seoul was good. I did almost nothing, and it was amazing. Sweet. Uh, any TV series to recommend? I would say, okay, if you're wanting to try something from the 2017 new TV uh, premieres, Me, Myself, and I seems really interesting. This is starring Bobby Moynihan, mm. John Lithgow, mm. and the the Munchausen's kids from It. Mm. You know which one I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one that looked like a shrunken fuzzy kind of yeah kind of uh anyway he but jo- old he has sort of he has a touch of the benjamin buttons kind of yeah yeah interesting you bring that up okay so in this <laughs> in this tv show bobby moynihan <laughs> plays an inventor whose wife has just cheated on him so he has to f- and he's figure out what to do with his life and then john lithgow plays bobby moynihan 30 years in the future and that kid plays bobby moynihan 30 years in the past so it's I just talking about they changed the casting no no it's that kid yeah no 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 the older guy because the last John iPad- Larroquette. Yeah. Jonathan Larroquette. Excuse me. I get those guys confused. <laughs> John okay. Larroquette. I was like wondering, did you watch like a better- uh, unaired pilot? Yeah, like an unaired pilot. No, it's John- sorry. Jonathan Larroquette, who actually I like better than John Lithgow. That's I love fun. John Lithgow. I like them both. I like them both. His run on Dexter was amazing. And yes, they- it was. He was by far the best villain. Third Rock from the Sun. Sure. <laughs> sure. And uh, the good doctor is from the same guy who did David House. David Tennant. Oh. No. 
He was the good doctor, though. Yeah. Um, the guy who directed House, I mean, David Shore. Uh-huh. It's a new show with um, Freddie Highmore. Do you know from yeah. Freddie Highmore? Yeah, yeah, what, what's yeah. a super famous one? Like, what was his the, name as a kid? The Willy he Wonka and the Chocolate that, Factory. He, I know, I know Charlie and the Chocolate else. Factory. I know from something else. Um, it's Billy Elliot. Nope. That's my... Anyway, he's um, all grown up now. Yeah. And he's playing a doctor with autism. Uh, um, uh, Lemony Snicket. That's, that was it. Yeah. Okay, I have to look it up now since we're talking about okay. it. But the fact of the matter is that yeah, it's it's him as instead. You know, House was like had mental problems and was a dick. Yeah, he's like, uh, like not a dick, but has more mental problems. Oh, okay. and it's really good, really quite compelling. Uh, those are my two picks for sure. More crazy, less dick. Also, speaking of more crazy, more dick, less dick. We're gonna go more dick for this one. Okay. Uh, also, check out American Vandal. American Vandal on Netflix is great. It's hilarious and also genius. Mm. It's about it's the one about it's the docudrama about the guy who drew the dicks on the cars. Right. Or did he? Or did he? Hashtag who drew the dicks. I'm very curious about that one just because um a lot of my favorite people are in it. Um but I'm super curious. Who? It's like uh it's mostly improv people that I just know. How do you know them? They're all kids. No, aren't the adults? There's some adult like, teachers, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Who and do you know? Then how do how do I, I not know them? That's the weird part. I know a lot of them do like the comedy bang bang like Airwolf scene. Ah, uh, maybe I just yeah, I'm not yeah. super up to date with all this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Freddie Highmore did August Rush. No, there's something like I'm really this is gonna I'm gonna slap myself when I was it Fighting Neverland. Did I make this up? Is there not anything particularly I know him from that I liked? I have no idea. This is Freddie Highmore. Yeah. No clue. August Rush, kind of, I guess. He was good in that, but I remember him mostly from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Finding Neverland. He was also very adorable in Finding Neverland. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, uh, but a movie I want to recommend, which segues nicely into our next segment, is that I think you guys should... Kill open... yourself. I mean, bef- not before you watch Blade Runner. Oh, the and, original. And then skip the next 2000... Um, f- 48 sequels and just jump straight to 2049. Uh-huh. Watch those two movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because those... T- it was kind of a downhill journey from 2 to 2048. But it really picked up on 2049. I can, that's because when Danny Villeneuve and Ryan Gosling jumped on. Mm. Okay, for those of you that... The rest of it was just Harrison yeah, Ford. Yeah, like Harrison Ford, like, I'll get off my plane. <laughs> um, Yeah, I mean, okay. So Blade Runner is one of those movies that I've seen bits of here and there. It's kind of in the in the minutia of pop culture that you know bits of it. But I guess I didn't actually really sit down and watch it until two days ago because my roommate is nuts over Blade Runner. Yes, he wrote a thesis on it. Ah, so we sat down and watched it, the final cut because there's multiple cuts, and it's okay. How I feel about both these movies, it's like I don't know if I was super super entertained, but they're brilliant films, expertly directed. Very interesting because it's it's based on the Philip K. Dick, Dick. Uh, novel novel Snow book Gears whatever. Do no no do um androids dream of electric sheep. Uh. So the whole so uh, it, in order to enjoy these movies, and I think you guys should go and watch them, especially this the twenty forty nine. Watch in the biggest screen you get to enjoy it. Just sit there and constantly ask yourself, what does it mean to be human? Because that's what the film is asking you. Right. What does it mean to be human? What does it mean to have a soul? Are robots um, human? Can we blah, 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 blah. But on top of that, the world they create is unbelievable, especially when you consider the original one came out like fucking 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. The world they come up with, it's super influential to all the sci-fi that's 
an anime that's come out since. Mm-hmm. But this movie, the 2049, is... Dude, Danny Villeneuve is by far... He's a master. Like, we were watching a master filmmaker at work, and his career is just getting started. He did Sicario, Arrival, mm. Incendis, Enemy, Prisoner. Um, some of these I haven't watched yet, and I look forward to watching it. Incendis? Incendis? What's that? It's a French movie about two people who go into the Middle East to find their son. It's supposed to be very good. Okay. It's one of his earlier films. Right, right, right. 2007, I think it was. Mm. Uh, so I highly recommend that. Go and watch it. Try to just... There's... I, I don't want to spoil it, because mm. first of all, Nathan hasn't watched it, and clearly a lot of you guys haven't watched it, but there's just one... I watched it. Did you really? I watched it. I'm, I'm not talking about it with a capital I, you fuckface. Oh, I'm sorry. Watched it. Did you watch it? You watched it? I watched it. I'm, not, I'm talking about Blade Runner. Oh, but no. But you watched it, though. I watched it. You said you didn't watch it. I watched it. What? Okay, yeah. I watched <laughs> it. Okay. Who's on the verse? <laughs> um, yeah. So, there's this one scene. Uh, those of you... How do I talk about... This? Okay. There's one scene that happens about halfway through the movie where these two girls just come together and that's all Each. I'm going to say. Okay. It's as sexy and as unsexy as I made it sound, but there's a scene, Nathan, literally, I'm like, there's, this is like one of the most magnificent, beautiful, like moving things I've ever seen in cinema. Mm. It's so good. I highly recommend watching this movie. Again, I don't know how entertained I was by it, but it did bring up some really interesting ideas and thoughts. And that segues nicely into our next game. Nathan, let's play a game, my friend. All right. Also, brief thoughts on it. I thought oh, it, it, was, was I, it was weird and I wouldn't watch it a second time. I probably would. Yeah. I wasn't really like... I. It was one of those things where I'm like, I think I'm supposed to be scared now and I'm a little scared. But for the most part, I loved it for the kids in the story. Yeah, okay, fine. That it was a fun it. story. It was a... I appreciated that they kind of stayed to the logic that they that they set up in the show for most of the movie. Like mm-hmm. they had laws that they followed, they never yeah. really broke it. So that made the story very streamlined and very easy to understand. Um, but I wasn't a fan of a lot of the writing. I don't know why the adults were acting so strange the whole time. I think that was like uh, kind of on purpose, yeah, like to really enter the kids' world. It was like in a way almost stylized. That the adults are so stupid and. Like, the fact that the bullies were, like, fucking psychopaths. Yeah, the bullies know? were a bit much. So I get that, you know, maybe not everything at face value. It's just that it was very distracting. Mm-hmm. Like, it just felt so heightened. Everything just felt so heightened. Also, I was never really scared. I was shocked. I was. I think sho- it was the other way around. I think I was quite scared, but never really shocked. You know the part that really got me? Like, in the beginning of the film, where he's going... Where, um... Uh, Georgie mm-hmm. is going down to the basement to get something mm. and he's like scared by all that shit that shit is straight out of my childhood yeah like every time I used to go to the basement of my house in Virginia I would like run because I was I was I thought someone was gonna grab me like, yeah that, I that thought was that was very expertly done also because they hadn't introduced a clown yet because mm. every other shot after that was a similar kind of like kid versus the darkness yeah the clown had to show up exactly. and the clown had to do the whole like <laughs> right towards you with my head shaking because that's what scary things are when they when their heads shake uncontrollably hi Georgie I'm from Sweden yeah um, alright I was in a yeah, fun story I like the kids but the, it's not a horror movie alright <laughs> Nathan Hartono Segway Killer kid time, kid time. and the reason I say that because yeah. my game Nathan is a, is a favorite of ours with a slight twist. Killing people on segways. I wish. Uh, it's Rotten Tomatoes, Ryan Gosling edition. Oh my goodness, he's so dreamy, but in an unassuming way. Like, he doesn't really know it, but he totally does. That's what makes him beautiful. Um, 
Because I was talking to my friend after this movie, and we were talking about how good it was, how much we loved it, and how much we liked Ryan Gosling. Mm. And we, I started thinking, I was like, motherfucker. Save Jazz. This guy has done like some of my favorite movies of all time. Mm. And some of the best movies that have come out recently. And I will mm. prove it in this game. I just got a couple sneakers, but you know. Okay. So this is Rotten Tomatoes, Ryan Gosling edition, with a box office twist. So I'm going to name a movie, and I want you to guess what the Rotten Tomatoes score was. And you have to tell me. Did the movie make more or less than $80 million? Okay. Because what do you think, $80 million? Is that like a good box office return? $80 million is just... I mean, you want to get into the hundreds, nice. right? You got to yeah. get into the hundreds. Yeah. But I just it's a good number for this particular game. So, Nathan, are you ready? Also depends on, you know, if Drive made $80 million, it would have weigh more than their budget. Yeah, it does depend. Yeah. Uh, but, Nathan, are you ready? Nah. Are you ready at home, listener? Nah, nah, nah. You sound like a weirdo. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, Nathan, can you take your notes? Take notes here. Use yes. My, use my awesome overpriced uh, pen. Will do. Um, so seriously, check out the action on that pen. It's amazing. Okay. The first film, I want you to tell me the Rotten Tomatoes score and whether it g- gained more than $80 million at the American domestic box office. Yeah. La La Land. Ah. Serious stars. Okay, La La Land, I'm going to say... Tried watching it once, fell asleep, have not watched it since. I really need to because seems nice. And that song was, it's, it got, I heard it once and it stuck in my head immediately. The bum, 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 someone in the crowd can be the one yeah, you need yeah, to know. That one. Yeah. So anyway, La La Land, I'm going to guess because... Almost won the Oscar. It almost won Best Movie. So close. <laughs> um, the closest any other film has ever gotten. Yeah. Um, and I love the director. Whiplash was so good. Just for yeah. that, I'm going to add Damien 10 more Chazelle. points. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say La La Land. <laughs> I'm going to play it semi-safe and say La La Land got 90%. Okay. And it did make more than $80 million. Nathan, take a ding and then add another ding. And you got ding, ding. That ding, is correct. Ding. La La Land got 92%. Ah, okay. So really close. So two. two. And yes, it made $151 million at the box office. Ah-wee. All right. After that, Nathan, what about Crazy Stupid Love? Oh, okay. I this, love all these movies. This is a movie I I recently watched. like For the first time? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. First time since the cinema, yes. But I recently watched this like literally like a week and a half ago. Did you sit down and watch it? Or was it like on HBO? No, no, I sat down it? to watch it. You're like, I yeah. feel like watching Crazy Stupid Love. I sat down to watch it because I really <laughs> like this movie. I really like this movie. I think it's wonderfully written. I think it's just amount of the just the right amount of cheese, just the right amount of cuteness, but still like smartly written that it stays yep. believable. Except for the final scene. No spoilers in case you haven't seen the it yet. The speech? Yeah. Yeah. That final scene was probably the most... Gotta wrap it up somehow. <laughs> it was the most rom-commy moment of the entire rom-com. Yeah, but the backyard fight, I think, uh, be the, I think I'm, I almost still, passed still, out from yeah, laughing. Yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> so good. And I remember the first time I watched it, I was like, oh, oh, uh, oh, oh, uh, you know, it was uh, uh. that kind of thing. So because of that, I'm going to give it a slightly higher score. Definitely fresh in my yard. But then again, it's a rom-com, you know, like it's not a serious, mm-hmm. serious movie. And it didn't save jazz. So it's mm-hmm. it's tough. They say this. Yeah. I wouldn't give it ninety, but I would give this like a solid eighty three percent. And just like that I kinda regret saying that. Um You can change it. No no it's fine. I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna stay. And above or below eighty million dollars. I'm pretty sure this made more than eighty million because it has Steve Carell as Ryan Gosling and as Emma Brown Watson. Watson. That's not her name. 
Emma Thompson. Um, no, what's her name? Emma Roberts. The other um, Emma the Baby. La La Land girl. Emma Stone. Emma Stone. <laughs> yes, <laughs> um, she was in that. Um, freaking wife, Steve woman. Carell, Julianne Moore. Julianne Moore. Had a star-studded Mercer cast. Tomei. Yeah. Had a star-studded cast. Mercer Tomei. So you're saying yes, it made more than eighty million. Uh so you're saying eighty-three percent and more than eighty million. E- yes. Pretty good. It was seventy-eight percent, and it actually got eighty-four million dollars. Oh the box wow! Office. So That's pretty close. Not as much as I thought. Not as much. Yeah, you would think. Well, I think is it R-rated? Um, PG thirteen. PG thirteen. PG thirteen. But yeah. it's got legs, man. It's like showing all the. And then funny, you should bring up Emma Stone for our next film. Let's wrap up the Emma Stone trilogy and go with Gangster Squad. Gangster Squad. Okay, this movie was not a good time. Did you watch it? Yes, I did not. <laughs> I was it so was... disappointed by what people were saying. Oh. I really wanted to love it. I remember this movie as well as um, the Whitey Bulger one with Johnny Depp. Yes. Those two really kind of disappointed me a little bit. Maybe it's because crime doesn't pay. I don't know if that's really a rimshot kind of moment. Yeah. Uh, no, no, sorry. I'm not, I'm not thinking about Whitey Bulger. I'm thinking about another one that... Johnny Depp did Black Mass. That's what. That's what. It, oh, Public Enemies. Public and en- no. Yeah, with Channing Tatum in the very beginning. <laughs> was it? Yeah, with Guy, Guy Pierce. No, I, I. Yeah, Public Enemies. He had a Tommy Gun. Yeah, in the, in the trailer, he played John Dillinger. Yes, there we go. Public yeah, enemies? that was the one. Public Enemies. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what it's called. But that movie was such a disappointment because it looked so cool, and John Dillinger had a really cool story. Yeah, I don't know how they fucked it up, especially with Johnny Depp. Yeah. But Black Mass was cool. Anyway, just just like Medellin on Gangster know. Squad was. Yeah, it was a fun time. It was, it was advertised as a much more sophisticated movie when it really wasn't. Mm-hmm. Like they advertised it like. Wolf of Wall Street with more action, but it was really just like TV movie with more action. (laughs) It was quite strange. So I'm going to say it had some effort in there. I'd definitely give it more than 50%, but not much more, like 53% for Gangster Squad. And I got to think this made money because this was like Ryan Gosling at the height of his powers. Um, I think this made a good amount of money, but not respectfully uh, uh, more uh, importantly did it was it more than 80 million dollars yes it was more than 80 million dollars but it wasn't because it was good it's because of the star power and stunt casting nathan artono take your ding and your other ding and throw it in the trash because you are really wrong (laughs) oh guys oh i wish you were here to see that he looked very excited for a second (laughs) you bitch 32 percent on rotten tomatoes 32 made 46 million dollars a scant 46 million and this movie had ryan gosling Emma Stone, Sean Penn, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, really. Yeah, it just didn't work. Um, keep Gosh. that in mind when I talk about another film later. Gosh, uh, darn but it. going on from here, that's the. Gosh only... darn it! I had to put that film in here for variety. But going on from here, Josh films Hartnett. I love. I films I loved. All right, next movie, Drive. I really appreciate what I just did there, Josh Hartnett. <laughs> I mean, it would have made sense if he was in the movie too. Yeah, sorry. Um, he should be in more movies. He's basically like Ryan Gosling. Like he like he got his lightning strike. He was fully going on in just his looks, and he got his little career. Penny Dreadful. I mean, that was probably a payday and, and a half. Okay, drive. Drive. This quit movie, your stalling. A lot of people hate 
um, do and they? disrespect me because I don't like this movie very oh, much. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're wrong. Yeah, I don't... Like, I think it's nice and stylish and very well done. It is very stylish. Very well put together. It's I, like emo baby driver when you think about yeah, it. Yeah, very. <laughs> I just don't connect with it. Like, That's fair. That's fine. I watched it once and I'm like, cool, I appreciate it. I'm not yeah. quite on the super, super... Like, I'm in between you and most people. I'm like, yeah. it was good for the one time I watched it. I wouldn't watch it again. Yeah, exactly. I would never watch it again and because of that, it doesn't get like a eight, nine, ten. It's a very well-made movie. It's shot brilliantly. Just yeah. the simple things they did very well. The composition of the shots and stuff is very nice. To and me, I like that girl. What's her face? Yeah. What's her What's her? Yeah. Face? Short-haired girl, yeah. British mm. thing. With the lips. Yeah. Um, to me, this was very much like The Revenant. Judy Dench. It was Judy Dench. It wasn't. No. How was Drive Like the Revenant? In the sense that it was a nice journey and I appreciated it, but I knew the moment the credits rolled, I I was never going to watch this movie again. Mm. It was very much more an experience than, say, like something that I would revisit at home and like love like that. But it's it's arguable to say that that doesn't make it a good movie. But I... Whatever. I know this movie was very critically loved. I'm going to say it got 94%. No, wait, that's a bit much. No, I'm going to stick with it. 94% and it did make more than $18 million because of all that hype. Oh, man, Nathan. 93% Ow! Rotten Tomatoes. It made $35 million at the box office. Can you believe that? Oh, was it DVD sales and all I'm, that? I don't know. Streaming but I mean, sales. I mean, is it just straight up like, could I just be like, was it R-rated or was it not R-rated? Because that was an R-rated movie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But very well received. Not a lot of people watched it. I'm pretty sure it made money though. Because, you know. I'm sure. Because like, I know it did very, very, very well just across the board in reviews. So maybe it sold better like online streaming. I guess so. Possibly. Yeah. But I feel like the hype was so big when it came out. You know, like everyone was talking about it when it was in theaters. I think we got it late. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. So when it came out for us, the hype was already blown up. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, next movie, uh, Big Short. Have you seen this movie? I have seen this, I movie. this movie. I it is movie. with Batman and Steve Carell. It and... is with Batman. Yeah. And... Are we doing Steve Carell movies? We no, actually kind of are. Just... <laughs> just two. Just two. <laughs> Crazy Stupid Love and The Big Short. He was in, he was in Drive. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In he was the car. Yeah. Uh, yeah, The Big Short. Big Short. I enjoyed this movie. I did too. I had Anthony Bourdain in it. Come on. I just found it cool that in 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 this movie making world, it's so interesting and so varied that Adam McKay was allowed to direct a movie like yeah, this. Yeah, that's true. Adam McKay is not. If you look at the rest of his IMD biography, Will Ferrell's. IMDb. This was a very different it's an outlier. It's an jump. outlier. It's a big jump. It's a big short, but it was done very well. Um, but I think maybe the tone might have been a little bit strange for some people. They, it might have caught them off guard. Could have come off a bit, you know, like full well, of itself. It had like some postmodern touches to it, like a the lot of fourth wall breaking. Wanted, yeah, fourth wall breaking, so that you don't get too invested in the movie. Yeah, actors. <laughs> act- <laughs> fun, fun, ah, fun, fun. If only the 2008 stock market listened to me and uh, didn't invest in it. Anyway, stop stalling. We're only halfway through the game. <laughs> okay. Um. I think this one did fairly well. I don't think it's going to crack 90 just because it's a little bit too off-center for most people. I'm going to say it's 86%, big short. Uh, No, let's change that to an 85, you know, nice and round. (laughs) And then, I don't like that cough. Okay, and (laughs) 80 million. I 
I'm going to say this made more than 80 million because of the names and because of the award hype. All right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you're doing pretty good on the Rotten Tomato side anyway. 88%. Yeah. Uh, which is also a very round number. Yeah. Really gone with that. Uh, it did only make 70.2 million. Oh, so close. Son of a dick. Yeah. Actually, I, mean, I was quite surprised by these box office numbers, by the yeah, way. Yeah, 18 you know? million. Maybe, maybe like, every time I look at box office numbers, I'm looking at worldwide gross. Maybe. Damn it. Yeah, that's why, like, 18 million seems like a very little Yeah, it me. seems like very little, but it's not. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, moving on. Uh, the Nice Guys. The Nice Guys. Russell Crowe. Directed by Shane Black? Written by Shane Black? Both? Um, directed by... Very good film. 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 It's a good film. It's a good film. They should do, like, a three-way crossover between The Nice Guys, The Other Guys, and uh, 21 Jump Street. The Nice Other Guys over there on 23rd Jump Street. Yeah. That would be amazing, wouldn't it? Ryan Gosling, Russell Crowe, Will Ferrell, Mark Wahlberg, um, and Channing Tatum, and... The what? Rock and Samuel L. Jackson make a return. Who's the other one? Channing Tatum and... I wasn't even paying attention. I, I missed which movie franchise we're even missing. 21 Jump Street. Who's the fat one? Seth... Oh, uh, no, no. Ah! Ah! Uh, <laughs> Academy Award winner. A nominee. Elijah... Big friend of Seth Rogen. <laughs> um, you know, he also hangs out with James Franco. And his green. name is... Um, Bad, starring Michael Sarah and... and- <laughs> Why does he not have the most memorable name? It's really Jewy. It's a Jewy. Eli. Eli. David. Uh, No. God, sometimes I think my brain is going wrong. (laughs) But then when I have these conversations with any, I know you're young and you're spry and your brain's not going wrong. So I'm not getting Alzheimer's. I've very rarely been able to pull this man's name out of my mind. Why is that? I don't know. One of my friends from Manila, we used to call him the Filipino this guy. Wikipedia. Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. God, you're awful. Sorry for people yelling at us. Stop yelling at your fucking smartphones, you guys. (laughs) Stop it. People are going to think you're weird. Why is he yelling Jonah Hill into his phone? Anyway, The Nice Guys. I really, really like this movie. I thought it was very tastefully done. A really cool kind of twist on the pulpy, pulpy noir um, kind of detective this duo solving crimes. And it was a lot of fun. It was really fun performance movie. by Russell Crowe in a long time, I thought. Very fun. He's funny. It's unfair. What was the Rotten Tomatoes score? And it's did it make more? He's been like iconic rom-com, off. iconic action Well, you movie. throw a phone at someone. That's not even a cell phone. He threw a fucking phone phone. Yeah. I, I, I really like that breaking glass scene. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. um, nice guys. Again, it's a comedy, so it can't really break the 90s, I think. It's going to be solid, though. Racist. Uh, 87%. No, that's too high. Mm, shiver me timbers. I'm going to get it 83% for the nice guys, and I'm going to say it made... Not more than eighteen million because okay. it wasn't a huge release. And not more. New, it actually only made thirty six million. Yeah. Again, R rated comedy. Yeah. Pretty tough, but still a very good film. Yeah, ninety two percent. Ooh. Ninety two percent. Nine off. But still very, very good. Yes. And that durian is just it's just it won't leave me alone. Yeah. Gassy. Okay. Moving on quickly. Okay. Uh I'll leave those two for last. Next movie. I don't know if you've seen this movie. I don't know if a lot of people have seen this movie, but oh, they should. guys, if you're playing along, tweet us your scores. Yeah, anyway. please. Do you guys never do that? Um, I don't know if a lot of people have seen this movie, but I think they should. It's a movie called Lars and the Real Girl. Lars and the Real Girl, the one where he falls in love with a sex doll. Well, he's using it as a coping mechanism. After his wife dies. Okay, fine. Uh, I would think this was 
definitely like a critic's darling. Very much so. But more of like the indie critic. I think the mainstream critic might have found it a bit too strange. So I'm not going to crack it above 95, I don't think. Uh, this feels like a very 87% kind of movie. You've seen this movie, yeah? I've seen this movie. Yeah, movie. It feels like an 87% kind of movie, but then again... Uh, mm, ah, maybe they were going in with some like preconception and thinking like, oh, look at Ryan Gosling trying to be all different. Because this is after The Notebook, right? Yes. Yeah, so they're going to be a bit like cynical of him because they're like, oh, look at this heartthrob trying to be all different. With and a beard. Edgy. So I'm going to knock off a few more points for that and say it only got 85% instead, mm-hmm. and it did not, it definitely did not break 80 million. It definitely did not, only made 5.9 million. Yeah. 81%. Oh. 81%. I think it's a pretty fair score. Uh, again, for those of you who haven't seen it, Ryan Gosling plays a guy who's a young widower, right? Is that what it is? Yes. And to help cope, he gets a sex doll and treats him like her, his girlfriend. Yes. And like the whole town bands together and like helps him believe that. Like They play along yeah. because and make her... A fake girl, a real mm-hmm. girl. It's yeah. a nice film. Very sad, but also really quite touching. Mm. Okay, I, la- I say the last two for last, for best. The best <laughs> best two for last. The best two for last. You go and save the last for best. Yeah, that's it. I guess. All right, The Notebook. I legitimately love this movie. Um, I haven't seen it. Um, <laughs> well, you don't know what love is. I it's just it's one of those movies that like by the time I wanted and was ready to see it, it had been spoiled so intensively in pop culture that I never felt the need to. Whatever, Nathan. If you're a bird, I'm a bird. Whatever. Okay. Um, the Notebook, well beloved, but so wildly popular that it cannot possibly break the nineties. That's some good logic. Yeah. <laughs> so wildly popular because I I think it's just too big of a movie. You know, that like, it's open to so much criticism and the percentage, war percentages, just more people get in on it. Also, it's a rom, a, a romance movie. Uh, I have no gauge other than the fact that I know it's very wildly popular. I, I fell in love with both Ryan Gosling and Rachel McAdams. And, oh, Rachel Rachel and James Marsden too. Very, Rachel McAdams is you know. beautiful. Okay, okay, okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, role, but you know. I'm gonna, gonna just go. like, just put my toe right above the water of the 90s pool and say this movie got an 89%. And I think because of the iconic kiss and the general kind of popularity of the movie and the buzz around it, I'm going to say it definitely broke 80 million. But then again, they weren't very big at the time. It did win MTV Best Kiss, though. Right. But did it? I would think the DVD sales were off the charts. It's probably the most like rented DVD of all time. I'm pretty sure that's a fact. Um, yes, it broke eighty million, and it got eighty nine. No, eighty. No, eighty nine percent. Are you sure you want to go with eighty nine? Sure, why not? You don't want to change it slightly. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with with my mistake. Okay, Nathan. You're going to regret it. Oh, it man. got 52% on oh, Rotten Tomatoes. Man. Oh, man. <laughs> loved, loved by the millions. Oh, not man. so much loved by the critics. Yeah. Um, yeah. 81 million at the box office. So, yes, it did crack it. Yeah. Just barely. Just barely. Uh, and everyone else would go and rent it, the movie and watch the movie at home and learn to love and to cry. Wow. You really should watch this movie. It's a good movie. I'm like, sure it it's is. It's really good. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. Uh, <laughs> 30, but 50, how much again? 50... 52%. 52%, yeah. I'm sure it's a good movie. Like, it's good in that way. Yeah. But, like... Uh, so uh, 
Where do you see your life? 10 years from now? 20 years from now? Is it with him? If it is, then go. Just go. I lost you once before. I think I can do it again. If that's what you wanted. I want you to I'm make not afraid it. to hurt your feelings, I Ali. Want, I want you to make an argument for for this movie you love so dearly. Why do you think it got 37%? percent 52%. I mean, I'm not going to defend why. I mean, it's, 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 it is kind of like... Lucky. It's Nicholas Sparks, so it's like, you know, it's like, it's just not everyone's cup of tea. It is like saccharine, like sweet beyond sweet. But it, what I like about this movie and what I like about it more than like the traditional Nicholas Sparks pair of like A Walk to Remember and mm. shit like that is that it shows the whole lifespan of a beautiful love story of right. how they grow and go apart and love and hate and some of the most, what on the surface can be really cheesy lines. Or, or, or actions just but done with such sincerity like, sincerity from the actors and passion on their part that you just buy it yeah like well, it's wonder woman syndrome in what sense gal gadot didn't get the best dialogue and didn't get the best script but because her character was so fully convicted and so very much like about doing good I mean, like, just look at the lines that Wonder Woman gets. She sure. isn't particularly deep or meaningful. But yeah, but I think so I would say it's... Interaction. I think it's... Yeah, it's something like that. But it's also just, like, so honestly and understanding their character. Like, like if you look at the some of the lines in the paper, it's like, this is the dumbest shit I've ever read in my yeah. life. It's like, uh, do you think I was a bird in a past life? <laughs> caw, caw. Uh, you're being weird. And it's like, I'm, say I'm a bird. Say I'm a bird. Say I'm a bird. Say it. You're a bird. I'm now a say bird. you're a bird, too. If you're a bird, I'm a bird. Dumbest shit ever. But the way they pull it off in that fucking... It's like... Nathan, if you're a bird, I'm a bird. Uh, Anyway, I'm not defending the notebook anymore. I will know that (laughs) you will shed a tear anytime you watch this movie. Probably. I say the last for best. No. Best for last. You go and say the last for... Yeah, I say the last for best. Remember the Titans, best movie featuring Ryan Gosling. <laughs> a very small feature. But very yeah. small part in this movie. He's like the guy in the movie where like, when you do watch Remember the Titans because of... You're like, holy shit. That sweet Denzel meat. Um, and like, you'll just go like, oh, oh Ryan Gosling. Scrawny ass Ryan Gosling. Yeah, Ryan Gosling. Playing a, a wide receiver that gets replaced because he can't handle it. Because he's a white receiver. He's the white receiver, yes. Yeah. Um, that sweet Denzel meat. Mmm. Okay, mm. remember the Titans. Nothing better than a good sports movie. Nope. It's formulaic. Mm-mm. It's There's predictable. Nothing better than a great sports movie. Yeah. It's 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 formulaic and it's of them predictable, all but it's just so satisfying. How do I know how to feel? Just listen to the music. It's so inspiring. Sports things are happening. Is that a good bad? Just listen to the music. Like I don't understand a damn thing about football. You do if you listen to the music. <laughs> Happy music. Something good happened. Yeah. Sad music. Something bad happened. No, but I, I generally I just don't understand the rules or anything. But yeah. like this movie's so good that it makes you invested in this sport, what they're doing, touch their some lives. Downs. Yeah, just touch, field some goals, touch them all down. Yeah. Um, and I remember just like after watching this, I watched this on a plane, and I remember after watching, I just wanted to go like, yeah, bam, you want to spike the airplane? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, I just felt like powerful. Um, because of that, I'm going to give it... And because it beat racism. Yes, it defeated racism, and now we're living in saved, a post-racial and Gosling utopia. Saved jazz and beat racism. What an amazing Canadian. Clap with me, John. Clap for Ryan Gosling. I can't, I can't not, you know. Clap for Ryan Gosling. He saved the human... Saved jazz. Yeah. Okay, so remember the Titans. Um, 
Disney movie, right? Absolutely. Yeah, so it has some legitimacy behind it. It automatically boosts it way above the 65 um, mark. Um, I don't think it's going to go past the 90 line because it was, after all, a Disney movie. So it, it is, there's a strange live kind action. of... The live, yeah, the live action Disney movies had a strange record. Um, I'm going to say this movie is a solidly inspirational and wholly satisfying... And it did make more than 80 million because of that sweet Denzel meat. 73%. And yes, it smashed box office. Made $115 million in two. Okay, this is also a crazy fact. This movie made $115 million in the year 2000. Adjusted for inflation in just 17 years, it kills La La Land. Adjusted for inflation, it's $190 million. Hot damn. Remember the Times is such is like the greatest movie. And even then, I, did, I thought it was like underappreciated now that maybe you watched it. Yeah. But clearly, people in America watched it in the year 2000. It was yeah. a simpler time before 9-11. Yeah. Such a good movie. Are you saying that Remember the Titans caused 9-11? No, it, it was the last good thing before 9-11. So it caused it was the end of an era it was definitely the end of an era because yeah. you're not going to say that Zoolander was the end of an era mm. yeah um, I, yeah I'm, I'm going to watch Remember the Titans again now yeah so good and yeah. I still I left off some good films there man like uh, Half Nelson I'm, I'm still waiting for the, the sequel like the 2049 style sequel hmm. Forgetting the Titans <laughs> Starring old Denzel, and he's trying to get the team it's back Alzheimer's. together. Got yeah. No, no, no. He's trying to get the team back together for one last, one last game. It's like it's like a, it's like a, they're gonna play some kind of up and coming. They're, they're gonna play the they're gonna play the Tennessee Titans. Yes. In some kind of fundraiser. Yes. Well, yeah. no, no. There's gotta be real stakes. There's gotta be one last. I think game. the Tennessee Titans are named after these Titans. Oh, okay. I don't know. Hmm. Anyway, that is the Ryan Gosling uh, Rotten Tomatoes game with a little bit of box office mojo. Ryan Gamesling. How'd you, how'd you do, Nathan? I have no idea. Well, you did pretty well, though. Yeah. Aside from Gangster Squad, that really fucked you. Notebook really effed me as well. Yeah, that fucked you too, yeah. Notebook really effed me. Because okay. you're just like, Ryan Gosling, these are all going to be 80s and 90s. They okay, should you know be. For the sake of the people that are playing at home, I'm going to count up my score. And it is a very impressive score of... Um, this is Nathan's math music. <laughs> math rock. Um, eighty-two percent total. Uh, eighty-two points total on the Rotten Tomato side. On the Rotten Tomato side, eighty-two points total. And, and these then, are nine, so you're basically an average of like seven, eight. Yeah. Pretty good. So, and for the over eighty million, I only got one, two, A half, three, right. four of them right. Yes. Yeah. All right, well, well done. That was fun. Let's take. You know what I like about playing these games that people might not get it. it let's just take a walk down memory lane of certain, certain artist or type of movie. That's why it's fun to play the Rotten Tomatoes game. Yeah. Thank you, Nathan, for playing. Wee-hoo. Last segment. One, two, World news, interviews, wall on terror, puppy shoes, television, movie, sports, racist rants, tiny horse, so many things in the world we're in. Did you hear about that thing? Alright, I'm looking at our timer here, Nathan. We're clocking in, you know, a healthy 90 plus minutes. Yeah. But I don't have a lot of news to talk about. I mean, we knocked that Las Vegas stuff out of the park. Yeah. You know what? Filipino involved. Filipino yeah, the, the lady, Marilu Dan, Danzig, Dan, whatever, uh-huh. the supposed boy girlfriend, Filipino resident, 
It was in the Philippines when it happened. FBI wanted her to come back. Uh, oh, right, 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 right. You know what's also fucked up about the thing is that the way they he took a super legal gun and made it super illegal with legal means. By the way, I'm saying that it's like he took a regular AR-15 rifle, put a stock on it that basically like it like moved so that it made your finger pull the trigger super fast, and then it also had this thing that you could crank it like a Gatling. It's stupid. Anyway, Nathan. Another thing is happening in the world that needs to be talked about, and it's like the destruction of the nation of Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those who don't know, a some lot hurricanes, of hurricanes went through. A lot of hurricanes, back to back. There was a surprise hurricane, too. That's the fucked up one. Irma was the famous one. Yeah. But there was a one right after that. It was like, it's a category three. It's not so bad. Boom, category five. Now everything's gone. Yeah. Um, my hero and yours, Elon Musk, is offering to rebuild Puerto Rico's entire power grid. Mm-hmm. Because they are without power. Yeah. Like, everything's gone. And people may not realize how bad that is. Trump certainly doesn't. He called them lazy, man. Yeah. He called them lazy. Makes yeah. no sense. Um, but, yeah, without power, obviously, no air conditioning. And it's and it's the tropics over there. So it's... But no, like, no fucking refrigeration for food and medicine and all that shit. Yeah. You know, Trump threw a can of... Which was about to throw a can of chicken at people. And he was tossing out, like, important... Earthquake supplies like a t-shirt cannon. Here's a paper like, towel. Hey, supplies! You caught one. You didn't catch one. Too bad. I don't know how it went. But um, yeah. the, the one thing I didn't really appreciate with Trump in this whole process was how... Um, it's, it's almost like he's trying to cause... I mean, he's always <laughs> trying to cause distractions. But he's almost like really trying to sweep Vegas under the rug. He tweeted about it once and didn't like spare a second thought after. And then of all these petty things regarding Rex Tillerson, regarding yeah. North Korea, regarding this um, uh, Puerto Rico thing, and the spite between the mayor and him, he would tweet like crazy, like like like, like tweet after tweet after tweet after tweet after tweet after tweet of all these petty little things, and it just highlights more and more just what he's focused on. He's focused on things kneeling in the MF NFL. Speaking of football. Yes, and that as well. He 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 focuses on things that more insult his pride than things that are actually important. He's just a child. I I don't want to focus on his stupid ass. I do want to focus on the idea. Like look at this photo. I'm pretty sure this is real because, you know, look at this photo. I'm gonna show Nathan this photo of a broken house (coughs) in the Virgin Islands. And these pieces of the house to spell it send Tesla. Oh my god. <coughs> the Dorian's coming back. <coughs> yeah, right there? I ate some fluids. Yeah. <coughs> oh my. I don't know what I'm joking on. Am I. It, it was poison. Oh, bastard. <laughs> it was poison. It was all poison. Um, so this is early days. I don't yeah. even know if this is feasible to do it. But can you imagine what it'd be like if a whole nation the whole island was run by solar power and batteries Mm. sounds like utopia but also like (coughs) yeah sounds like utopia just don't live in just don't live in a place with long nights (laughs) yeah (laughs) this would not work in like finland yeah um i think there's something to be said too about like you know, if another hurricane comes, will it shatter everything? I think they're looking into that. Apparently, solar panels are actually quite strong and resilient. Yeah. can handle <clears throat> anything up to hitting the wall of the eye of a Category 5 hurricane. Oh, shit. That's what I've read. So, let's hope he does that. Again, highlighting the fact that I don't want to live in a world that doesn't have Elon Musk in it. Yeah. I think it's a good thing, especially because they need to get those things restructured ba- um, and built from the ground up. Because I think one of the biggest flaws 
Uh, one of the biggest contributing factors to why Puerto Rico is in such devastation was that their infrastructure was not very well put together to begin with. Well, they were in really bad financial states. Exactly, they exactly. Declared, <clears throat> they, I forgot what it's called, but they basically declared national bankruptcy, yeah, yeah, yeah. the country bankruptcy. <laughs> it's not easy. Like it's It was not in a good place, and all this stuff was not exactly up to code, or it wasn't exactly expertly built. So the moment a natural disaster hits, it's going to hurt the city. Um, so it's nice that someone like Elon Musk can come in and build it from the ground up and like prevent these things from happening so frequently. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I'll admit, I knew that Puerto Rico was a U.S. territory. I didn't realize that Puerto Ricans were American citizens. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I didn't yeah. know that. They are full-on American citizens. I, it, I blew my mind when I learned this in school as well. Like, the president is very responsible over Puerto Rico. He is their president. Three million American citizens are in yeah. trouble, man. Help he, them out. Yeah. It's, it's, is it considered a state? That's the part. I don't think so, right? No, it's not a state. It's outside of the 50 states. They've, they've talked about becoming the 51st state, but it's not. It's just a territory. Like I think Guam is the same way. Right. Um, anyway, um, the, uh, in, much, in much, I don't know what's worse or not, but Nathan... There was a show that came out in the early to mid-2000s that had everyone's attention, and it was a little show called Glee. Mm. And let me just say that watching that show back these days would be fucking weird. Because mm. you have Mark Sailing, who overdeed on heroin. I'm sorry, you have... What's his name? The lead. The lead dude. Actor. Corey. The Corey McNamara. Something that... No, this is not as fun as Jonah Hill. Corey Monteith. Yeah. Uh, he OD'd on heroin, of course, as we know. And now, yes, excuse me, I, I misspoke. Mark Sailing has just been indicted for child pornographer. <sighs> uh, the facts are quite mind-blowing about how much... Okay, so he didn't, like, film the child pornography, but yeah. the dude had a lot of fucking porn. Let's see all if this right. website has all the facts and figures. Okay. But he had thousands upon thousands of files, photos of... Um, child pornography of kids as young as three, three years old, three to five years old. Oh, so he was indicted. He's going to let's see, that two thousand blah blah blah, blah 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 blah. He's I think he's going to jail or he's whatever he's going to do. It's not. I really, I really want to talk about this because I find this to be such an unfortunate affliction. Right. Because it, yes, that's it is, what I wanted to talk about. Yeah. Because it is very easy to say that yes, what he did Scum is wrong. Earth, blah, blah, it's yes. criminal. It's disgusting. But if you really zoom out a little bit and think about it, pedophilia is just another form of sexual attraction, like a preference, right? I just don't know where this moral line is drawn. Where like, okay, yes. It's abhorrent because children often do not have a choice. More times they than not. They never have a choice. Yes. More times than not, they just don't know better. They do not have a choice. They should not be allowed to uh, partake of such activities until they can form adult thoughts and be rational human beings. Yeah. There's a reason why children are protected. Yes. yes. Um, at the same time, it is just so unfortunate to think that this is what this person is attracted to. And you're basically telling him that it's wrong and you need to change. And it's a strange dilemma. Because can you imagine, say, yeah, for because example... Because th- th- people are instantly, like, abhorrent. Like, there is repulsed by these kinds yeah. of people. But yeah. oh, they need help. It's and a it's, sickness. It's, it's hard for me to say that because, like, man, if this guy went anywhere near my kids, I, yeah. you know, he'd, he'd be dead. But like, yeah. it's like, I don't have kids and I don't have a gun. But 
you're right. It, it's it's what what made me immediately think what I thought about immediately was Louis C.K.'s monologue in SNL a couple years ago, where yeah. he talked about how um, there's okay quote there's no worse life available to a human than being a caught child molester. And yet yeah. they still do it. Yeah. Like it's in other words, they can't not do it. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's the whole idea of like. It would be better to not be gay. Uh-huh. Some people have tried to not be gay, but it, yeah. they're just gay. Is it the same thing? Like, people just can't help themselves? They just really want to fuck a toddler? It's fucked up. It's fucked up. From okay, from a preference standpoint, yes, they are similar. But from a moral and legal standpoint, completely Of course, completely, 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 completely different. Completely different, depending, but then again, also depending on what country you're in. Because... It's, our, it's fucked I, up, man. Our law books do say some things. but um, The Singaporean law books, what do they say? No, 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 um, gay sex. Oh, yes. Yeah, sure. no, no gay sexings. I thought you meant there's no such thing as statutory rape in Singapore. Oh, no, 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 no. But, um, in terms of just looking at it as preference and looking at it as, like, this is what somebody's attracted to, like, it's unfortunate, you know? I think it's the same thing for, say, if someone had a, uh, an insatiable attraction to, uh, 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 sex dolls, as aforementioned by Ryan Gosling's <laughs> right. movie, it would be very strange, and he would definitely be judged by it. But because you know this doll is not sentient, and he can do it in the privacy of his own room, it's cool. Yeah. But who's to say what's wrong and what's right? It's very, very. It's 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 so. Well, here here's what makes it even more confusing. Because yeah, Lucy K was talking about child molesters. As far as we know. Mark Sailing hasn't molested any child. Yeah. He may have wanted to, or, you know, because he's being charged on the owning child pornography. But he's perpetuating. Which is perpetuating. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. But even then, it's like, it kind of, the crime is owning that pornography, right? But it's the closest thing you're going to get to a thought crime yeah. of being criminalized for something you thought about. Yeah. It's Minority hard. Minority report style. What's that? Minority report style, or more, or more like um, 1984 style. Ah, uh, yes. That's where thought crime comes from. Okay. But I, I, I do, I mean, obviously, I want to go on record and say that we here at Good Hang Podcast are against child molesters and child pornography, right? But it is... It's, <laughs> Let's say that without the giggle. We here a Good Hang Podcast. No, no, come on, come on. Try to say it without the giggle. Well, that whole phrase? Yeah. Yeah, we here at Good Hang Podcast are against child molesters and child pornography? Good. Okay. All right. Just making sure. Because... You think if I'm giggling, I'm lying? <laughs> no, no. I just want to, I just want the message to come across nice and clear, seriously, succinctly, clearly, and with no uh, um, undertones. Yes, and yes. the reason I say that is because I like that we're opening up a space to talk about yeah. what this is. Because yeah. you think about it, it is. I mean, once you get past all the fucking, it is basically he's being. Criminalized for something that's in his head. Yeah, you know. Obviously, again, the crime is the ownership of yeah, the pornography. Yeah, the crime is the ownership, and files. then you are perpetuating this business and the demand. Yes, exactly, supply, blah, exactly, blah, blah. exactly. And but at the end of the day, no one's going to think that they're going to think that you you deserve to be put away because you're a fucking sicko. Yeah, which I'm not sure if I disagree with or not. It's it's pretty tough though. It's very tough. I think more so than anything, why I really just this topic makes me so. Blah. It's because these people need so much help that they're not getting. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Or yeah, because no one really wants to talk to or treat these people, right? Because yeah. they're the scum of the earth, right? Yeah. They're so scum of the earth that the people in prison are gonna fuck them up. Like if Mark Sailing went to jail, he'd be dead. Like, yeah. <laughs> like someone would stab him because that's what happens to child molesters. Oh, I in feel so much for these people. I feel also for the kids who are, you know, putting cameras. No, yeah, that, that's pulled. that's a whole other level of like that's a whole other thing. That's very outrightly wrong. Yeah. 
but this like this sympathy that I'm feeling for pedophiles, it's a very twisted kind where I'm like, as am I fucked up for sympathy? It's a weird other thing. I feel like we should write a play about this. Huh. What are we gonna call it? I'm pretty sure it exists. This is a pretty big topic. Yeah. Yeah. It's just oh my god, you can't help but feel for them, you know? Hmm. I mean you would I mean that's what empathy is, right? Uh, being able to feel for the most because you you spend your whole life being told that what you're attracted to, the thing that you just cannot control, you know? Like, some people are attracted to animals. Some people are attracted to dead bodies. I like a foot job. Some people are attracted to feet. No, I like getting... Okay, yeah. Okay. Mm. It's a tough one. Good luck, it's Puck. It's... Because uh, it's, it's so easy to say that, yes, it's wrong. But do we just shun this group of people without trying to understand them? I don't know. I think, I mean, you know me, I'm pro-understanding everything. I feel like they should be helped. They should seek treatment. Yeah. I don't know. Um, this segues nicely into our last story. Mm. Um, a lighter story. Mm. Uh, Nathan, have you heard of the Dead or Alive video game series? Yes. They it's a make fighting... good volleyball games. <laughs> Is that really true? Yeah. It's fighting with volleyball? I've never played these games. Oh, you haven't played these no, games? No, no, no. Okay, so the, you, y'all insiders will know... And John is going to find out. It's like bikinis, right? There's like a bikinis and stuff. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, Dead or Alive, yes, it's a, it's a fighting game in the vein of like Tekken, the Street Fighter and stuff like that. There's a new game coming out called Dead or Alive Extreme, which will come out on the PC. Wow. And the creator said that in order to help out their people with low-end hardware, like computers that can't run like the super high graphics, that uh-huh. they're going to um, downgrade the boob physics. Uh-huh. The physics of the titties, uh-huh. because it takes a lot of computing power to make a move in a way that really. Uh... Right, yeah. I get it. No, so so this this company, I believe it's called Ninja. That's uh, here. Just a second. What's it called? Ninja Squad. Blah 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 blah. Whatever. The creators of the game. Yeah, creators <laughs> of the game. They Tecmo. are Tecmo. Tecmo. No, Tecmo is the distributor. Anyway. Um, they're very well known for um, their boob physics, from their volleyball games to their regular fighting franchise, to um, a few like I think Ninja Storm or Ninja Gaiden or whatever I can't remember what the series was, but it's almost ridiculous the boob physics in these games. Like, I think it was one of their ninja games where you were able to manipulate the woman's boobs while she was free falling off a building. How do you? Yeah, no, don't have to ask. I just remember seeing this and going like, that is a bit much and kind of over the top. Let's pull it back a little bit. Um, but yeah. I mean, is it sad that because you can't afford um, a high-end computer that you can't see the boobs the other way they're supposed to be? I just find those boob physics so over the top. Are there, there must be some crazy videos out there, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like zero gravity almost. They're just kind of like moving wherever their body takes them. But in a realistic way? In a hyper-realistic way. The funniest post I read about this on Reddit is someone said, because um, you know 3D Mark is this website you run and see if you're, how where your computer stacks up and yeah, how you yeah. play games. It has different ratings, like yeah. F- frames per second, all that shit, ping, yeah. all that shit. Someone's requesting, um, I would like to ask 3D Mark to add a test for how many boobs your GPU can jiggle at once. <laughs> and someone said, someone came along and said he would work on it. So that's what the internet's for nowadays. Oh yeah, the internet's for boobs. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, well, but like never in like the simultaneous creation and jiggling of them until today. Technology. So good. Beautiful thing. From saving a country to jiggling boobs. Go technology. Do, 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 and that's what's enabling us to be in your ears. Yeah. Technology. And that's where we're going to leave it this week. An uh, ad, and it's, this whole episode has been an ad for technology. Technology. Buy it, it at the store closest to you. Technology. Try it. 2017. Copyright. Try it. All right, then. Oh, man. I want to say that what we'll be back soon. Soon. I want to get back on a regular schedule, Nathan. I. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough, but we'll try. <laughs> Let's try to see if we can do it. We're going to bank some. Yeah. I yeah. really miss recording these episodes. I really missed you, man. Yeah, man. I miss if you're a bird, I'm a bird, too. Nathan. Yeah, I'm a, I'm, I'm, if, if you're a, if you're an egg, then. You, do, you haven't seen the movie. Don't you even dare try to. If you're an egg, then I'm a, a quote. fly with you. You're a fly with me? I'm a, fl- I'm a fly with you, girl. Fly? I'm a fly with you, girl, if, if you're I'm a, I'm a baby bird. You're a house fly? Yeah. Thanks for the hang! Thanks for the hang! It would be better to not be gay. <laughs> <laughs>